Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Berwick BMW offers convenient servicing for your BMW with next day availability and multiple transportation options. The Run Home with Andy and Gazy. I'm telling him. <laughs> He's got poor old Rod as we go from uh, pipe and well done to you, Dwayne, for another magnificent three hours to Gazy, who is a bit of a prima donna and needs what? everything in this studio Said according to his precise well, standards from the moment he gets here. He's got Rod trying to get us to line and get the show go. to air. Hey, I need the NBA here. Well, there's 29 seconds and- to go. Milwaukee are trailing it 110 to 111 against the Memphis Grizzlies. And this is yet a uh, another significant blow that's about to unfold to Doc Rivers' coaching tenure with the Milwaukee Bucks. Because uh, they're in all sorts. Well, he's stinking the joint to high heaven. I mean, well, he, they replaced a bloke who's flying. He had him, they were about thirty-three and ten or something. It's like the second best actually record. Actually, pronounced Miliwake. The second best record in the NBA. So they sort of decide to sack the bloke because oh, they're getting a few too many points scored against him. Well, lo and behold, they can't win a game now. No, and well, they're still they getting plenty of points scored against him. <laughs> they, so how's that working out? Well, today's not too bad. One hundred and thirteen. Oh, how's that working not, out for him? Well, it's not ideal. Oh, hello, <laughs> offensive foul. They've now got the ball. They have now got the ball and a chance to tie things up. Extraordinary. Right. <laughs> Thank you very much. Ten which, seconds to right, go. Let's just, it. before call we go. Here we go. Right. I can't so really coming see. Coming down the court, crosses me. Damien turn Lillard. Dame Dame turns it over. He's turned it over. Dame oh, Dame's turned it recovered. over. Lopez, no. back to Dame Dame. Dame Dame. No, he misses it. They've lost another one. They have lost another one. Oh, look at Anta de Kumpay. Anta de Kumpo is in not happy Jan and just uh, <laughs> said, I'm going to shake your hand because you're right next to me, but I need to get out of here. <laughs> it's a disaster, mate. This is one of them in the world of sport. So you have to be – a bloke generally has to be going pretty badly to lose his job. Yep. You need to be really stinking the joint up. Adrian Griffin yeah. was 33 and 13, I think. I think it was the second best, second or third best record in the NBA at the time when he got the flick. That's right. The grass ain't always greener. And you know who has to take responsibility for this? Uh, the owner of the team? No. Well, some. The players. They threw the toys out of the cot because, oh, he's dropped defense. Uh, you know, he's, he's trying to get us too high. They're going by us. You're 33 and 13. <laughs> now you've just gone. <laughs> and you've gone 2 and 10 now. It's, Is it 2 and 9? Whatever it yeah, might be. It's horrible, mate. And everything uh, seemingly... Can they reverse it? Can they go back and say, hey, Adrian, oh. humblest apologies, 
you're back on deck. Well, name the worst coaching appointment ever. Well, this is heading... Because this is heading in that territory. Well, it's a shocking. Keith, it is heading in that territory. It's not great. It, it wasn't... This is not a team that... If they were 13 and 33, mm. yes. you can understand. But they were flying. They were airborne. They were airborne. They were airborne. They were now mm. they are they're a rabble, and they've and they've and it's they brought all of well, this upon uh, themselves by making what everybody in the caper, well most people in the caper thought was a frivolous move. And then Doc, I mean Doc, it wasn't as if Doc, has, well, what were Doc Rivers' credentials? In well, he the, won an NBA title. Yeah, no, no, no. In his last three years of uh, at the helm of an NBA team, uh, off the top of your head. Was well, he... no, they're, they're solid numbers. They, they had in the regular season win loss records, but they just weren't able to get it done in the playoff action. Worst coaching appointment in the history of sport. What is it? Come to play. Because Where does it originate <laughs> from? No, no, no. I wouldn't say it was the worst ever. Well, Andy can but, pre- uh, but this mm. is now this is now getting into that sort of territory. Well, it's not great, given the backdrop upon which mm. the decision was made. Well, that's right. So get on the line one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Tradies out, of course, for Ace well, Gutters. Uh, mm. Ace Gutters, if you wouldn't mind, Australian may build to last. Now you can speak. <laughs> on the flip side of that, <laughs> what we saw last night with the Illawarra Hawks with the win over the Perth oh, Wildcats. The, I, got, I was a bit busy last night. They got the W. The Hawks got the W. Can, can this boy just and, get a job? And Justin... <laughs> oh, Tatum's his name. Oh, what is wrong with you? Apologies. Oh, just what went is down wrong the wrong you? way. You're nothing Justin went... Tatum oh, yes. uh, has come in and guided the Illawarra Hawks and is the kryptonite to the Perth Wildcats because they have beaten the Perth Wildcats 3-0 and this season. And this was one to get into the finals. Gee, it was a buzz. The excitement that was going around the Illawarra Hawks. And uh, unfortunately for uh, uh, Jacob Yakimus, mm-hmm. he's sitting at home and um, you can't help but think, well, is it me? <laughs> it wasn't me. Now, I actually think it's just... One of those things. I, I don't actually subscribe to the You're theory right, that What's it was completely and totally uh, Yakimus's fault. Yes. Um, but well, that's, but, that's, that's but the, the f- numbers and the data right now is suggesting that it is. Well, it's the flip side of what we're seeing mm. in the National Basketball Association, mm. where they had a team that was performing beautifully. They brought a coach in to make them better. It's gone backwards. Uh, at least at the NBL level, the mm. Illawarra Hawks felt uh, that performances I were so poor. these things out. Well... well well, because you've asked for real negative stuff. No, I'm just saying, I'm only saying because the Doc Rivers appointment right now. Now, Doc Hodgson Rivers. Hodgson at Liverpool? Uh, is that in, the, is that in the, the category? Need to go back and have a look at his overall record. It wasn't Scott great. Waters? Scotty Waters? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, no. I, I don't mean, like, it's, no, it's Do you right, want me to keep right. reading them out? No, no it's, it's, it's awkward. Mark Neald? I hope that just people. It'd be better if if the people we're reading. Eddie Jones that, says hi. Yeah, Eddie Jones says g'day. Can we just read out names of people who are zero chance to be listening to the show? Because there's just an odd chance that Scotty Waters and Mark Neald might be listening. But so. you know what? Anyone who's been in the caper knows that that That's true. a lot of it's just circumstance. That's right. It doesn't mean you're a bad coach. Not at all. Like Doc Rivers is not a bad coach. <laughs> he won a title. That's correct. He's not a bad mm. coach. But this appointment at this time with this group... It's not going well. It's not going well. At so, this point in time. So we're not talking about bad coaches. We're talking no. about bad appointments. So there is a well, little difference here. Well, there is there is a difference. There is a bit of a difference. You're dead right. Thank you very much. Brady's in mm. Berwick, and he wants to join in. And apologies to anybody who might be listening preemptively uh, if your name gets mentioned. Good afternoon to you, Brady. <laughs> Good afternoon, lads. Hope you're going well. Hey, Brady. We're, uh, we're going better than Doc Rivers right now, that's for sure. 
I know. Are you sure? Uh, well, I've got two actually that were appointed in a row from my club who are hopefully about to turn the corner now with a third appointment. You can probably guess who they are, which are Reece Shaw and David Noble. They were pretty poor appointments at the time that uh, North Melbourne was in. We needed someone with a bit of experience and a well, for such a young, struggling group, I think. Brady, you might be right, but it's one that I don't care who you had as coach. From my judgment, and I'd love to get your opinion, from my judgment, it wouldn't have matter who was coaching at that period. They They just did not have the level of talent that you could really assess the coach, don't you think? Now, they, now you might argue that, well, he could have done things differently mm-hmm. strategically. There might have been the things that you don't agree with. But yeah. w- were they ever going to do much more be- than what was capable, do you think, Braids? Probably not a lot more, but I think we would be fast-tracked maybe a year or two ahead of where we are now if we had a more of a senior coach such as Clarkson, or someone like that, Ross mm. Lyon, someone like that. Someone with a lot of experience, you know, for such a struggling mm. team. Is that is that more on the recruiters for letting the team to get to that point, or is it the coach, do you think? I think the recruiters played a big part in it. Mm, that's Recruiting yeah, so... a lot of spuds and mm. um, not, not the listing a lot of spuds that hung around the spuds. club for years and years, but it didn't help with young mm. coaches. And I think. Anyway, that's no, no, it's a, no, it's a, no, done no, for the day. Thank you, Brady. And if you are one of those spuds listening, we uh, wish you a very, very happy I don't weekend. think spuds is the right way to oh. classify oh, well, them, by the way. So just stop using that. Brady was mentioning them, not me. Well, you didn't have to back over it. I, just said, I didn't name any names. I'm just saying if you are one of well, those. Well, you have mentioned names ah, and automatically in, Come you... on, Keith. It's a term of endearment. Come on. I'm so sure about that. <laughs> My mom says I'm cool. <laughs> Daniel's in South Caulfield. Daniel, son. Have you got one that'll rival the uh, the appointment thus far? Of, uh, of And it could turn around at Milwaukee. Who knows? It could turn around. Yep. There's a long way to go. Uh, but at the Actually, moment, it's pronounced Milwaukee. Okay. okay. But it's not, uh, it's not uh, looking all that good just at the minute. Daniel, have you got one to rival that? Mm. G'day, guys. Uh, love your work as usual. Um, I agree with Gazy. It's. Um, there's a difference between picking a, a coach. Um, it, it, we're talking about the, the appointment and the, the um, aspects of why the appointment's coming about. Uh, there's a team that plays in the AFL, predominantly Navy Blue, mm. who <laughs> had a favourite son coaching them to the finals and decided, no, nah, that's not good enough. Mm. Let's bring in Mr. Malthouse. Yeah, nice. I think that appointment, uh, in hindsight, mm. wasn't a great one. Now, that's not a, now, that doesn't mean that Mick, and I think hopefully you agree with this, Daniel, Mick was an outstanding coach, but just your, what you and I think you've nailed the category that we're trying to get to right now. Is it the timing of the appointment was appropriate? Is that is that how you're seeing it, Daniel? When it comes to Mick Moldhouse? a hundred percent. There you Daniel. go. You know, you've got a, you've got a premiership coach, but you know, where, where do you draw the line? How how much do you give Brett Ratton the chance to to take his team? further, um, obviously the powers that be didn't believe that he could take them any further, and they thought Mick Malthouse would do a better job. So, mm. in hindsight's wonderful. Hindsight's wonderful. It Spot is, on, uh, it Daniel. is Daniel. Uh, no, there are a couple of us who were, uh, not, not not because of any anti-Mick Malthouse sentiment at all, but there are a couple of us uh, on this radio station who mm-hmm. were let Brett Ratton coach the contract out. He had the one disappointing setback of a season, and mm-hmm. uh, things had been sort of trending in the right direction prior to that. So, um, but they decided to go down another road, and the rest is history. Um, uh, big Carlton supporter. 
<laughs> Andy, I want you to answer me this question oh, too. Very staunch. Because we had a brief discussion about it and it seems like it's filtered out there uh, into oh. the larger community yeah, or the wider community. Are you saying that you've set another agenda? I have not. 447 has come through and asked Gazy, did you see the tweet Isaiah Thomas sent yes. out a few hours ago? Mm. It was just a tweet of the Australian flag. Do you know if he's just over here or is it more cryptic and could possibly be joining the NBL? Now, I say this. I have no idea. We saw that and Andy and I were, were bouncing around some ideas. But um, I wanted you to speculate about what it might mean. I wanted you to just give me, from a purely speculative perspective, what might Isaiah Thomas, one of the all-time greats, what might he be getting at by uh, flipping the Australian flag out on his much-followed Twitter account? And you were not prepared to do that. Well, well what do you well, got? Well, what do you got? What are you reading over I there? believe. You know you're live on air. I know, but I'm just I'm, I'm a bit um, stumped here because uh, I've just been me, handed but... some information. Well, say by Julio. By Julio. And um, Is it about Isaiah Thomas? NBA All-Star Down Under. Go on. And this is, uh, it's, I, I don't know. Well, can you just read it out, please? You've got, um, <laughs> would you pass it on? Isaiah me? Thomas. Oh, here you have a look at it. Well, yeah. But I believe it's pretty close to what we were thought, uh, thought. And that is that, um, it, is it to, to do with some sort of speaking? Um, Hobart, what? 17th of Feb, Melbourne, Feb 18, mm-hmm. Swisher Hoops, t- the Timber Yard, whatever that is. Mm. Uh, Mario Chalmers, Lipek. Is he some dunking guru, is he? Yeah, they're going to be uh, – and Isaiah Thomas is going to be coming down under. International street baller, White Iverson. Mm. Is that him? White Iverson? White chocolate, maybe? Well, it says White Iverson. Okay. He, international street baller. NBA all-star down under. Mm. Uh, top NBA skills trainer, Ronnie Taylor. So, it, I don't know. It, it looks, looks like, like it's a clinic. Some sort of, yeah, basketball kind of factory-type yeah. clinic-type arrangement. We've got, we got the dunking cupboard, the street yep. ball cupboard. The pure basketball cover with those IT is going to be the big hook, obviously. That's right. Uh, and a bloke called Ronnie Taylor. He's a skills trainer. Do you know who he is? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. Well, they're all coming down. They're well, going to that's... be here in the middle middle of Feb. Feb hang on. That's pretty soon. Feb 17's tomorrow. That can't be right. That can't be right. Well, I wasn't aware that he was in town. I know that um, well, Scotty Pippen is yeah, going to be in well, town no, with know, know Luke Long. And I know that I heard Ca- Camelo Anthony is going to be in town, but this is something that's new to me. Right, well, there you go. So there you have it. He's not coming in here with the NBL. He's just on a little well, entrepreneurial well, if you were, Tay-Tay type trip. If you trip. were an NBL team that had a potential coaching vacancy opening up. He's got a lot of experience. Well, why wouldn't you uh, get hold of him while he was here? He's coached at the collegiate level. He's coached at the NBA level. So he's been around. Why now, I'll ask the question again. Why wouldn't you get his number and say, before you get on the big well, bird to go home, I don't know if he's, come and have a look at our facilities because we would, make, we would like to make you an offer that you cannot refuse. Well, I don't know whether the, the teams would be interested in him. There's not too many teams out there now that are seeking a coach. So you, you well, know, Sydney Kings are, according, well, you don't to, know according that. to Corey. Well, he sat there yesterday and said the bloke's not coming back. He's got another year to run. Corey said, here's your money. Go spend it. Have a nice time. You're not coming back. Well, that's Corey, but he he doesn't run the team. Adelaide 36ers? Uh, Well, Scotty Ninnis is on there, but the word is that Brian Gorgian is um, is a candidate. Well, I don't want to wish any ill against uh, Scotty Ninnis, obviously, a former Mm. teammate of yours. Uh, Opponent. Opponent. Mm -hmm. Never played any teams with him? Uh, We might have been on a national team squad or something. 
Oh, you should be able to remember that. On a squad. You should be able to remember that. That's a bit disrespectful. <laughs> no, a squads can be oh, 30 or 40 on, players. He's part of an Australian squad with you. Mate, it's a nice 30 it. or 40 years ago. Scotty Ninnis. Yeah, well, he was that. Fine point guard. He never played in the national oh, he's team. He's going to hold that against him, mate. <laughs> I'm just oh, saying. I don't know. I might have played is. with him in a... Right, so if he didn't oh, suit up. He just... was in the starting five. You're not interested. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why do you got to be like... Do you, do you, are you born with these characteristics or you just learn to be oh, God, a hey, complete a... another? <laughs> Good D being played. Utah mm. Jazz, Golden State Warriors, by the way. Two minutes to go. Mm. Uh, Golden State, 137. Utah, 134. Andy, we've missed... Anyone want to sh- block or, or or man up? Yeah. Anyone I want to post up and sh- mm. play any D in that game? No, that's true. That's the, the, but it's more to do with the way the game's officiated these days, Uncle Andy. Clay Thompson, 35 points, Andy, uh, turning the clock back. But, you know, the, the thing is, and we've... We've left the lead story very late because we should have come out of the blocks with this. Well, we've got to get to the break. And the new, uh, break. It's what's about you? Oh, well, tell me about that after the break, will you? It's 19 minutes past three. Well, let me, can we promise you? Well, you'll there's let... some big news story about me, have you? It is. I don't even know what it is. We'll get to that after Huge. this. And Brett from St. Albans, our great You're mate. He's a gonna, superstar. He's going to join us as well. Big statement I'll make later to yeah. about Cain Williamson. I know, and I just heard it. And oh, I've got a big statement. Just don't go with it now because right. I want you to think about it first. All right. Uh, two things I want to touch on first. Quickly because we're going to get to Britain. Isaiah Thomas. It's not Isaiah Thomas from the Detroit Pistons days. It's Isaiah Thomas that dropped. Remember he had that game? He played with the Celts. Remember that game oh, with the Celts? Oh, that one. The little point guard. Oh, him. Right, yes. okay, right. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. that's well, we didn't know. Oh, we're only going on what people have said. So, uh, But there's been some feedback. Uh, you know, some people... <laughs> Well, wrong, Isaiah Thomas. Okay, well, there you morons. go. Well, thanks for pointing that out. Okay, so it's not it to be morons. Someone sends in a temper text. We're thinking of a legendary basketball, Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, well, I thought, you know. I mean, I thought you, you, know. might, you might have steered me in the right direction. But anyway, no well, worries. Well, they're the exact same okay, name. Point one, point two. What point do you want? two. Yeah. We've got to celebrate greatness because the front bar has been just going on for how many years now? Probably. Oh, is this its 11th year? Well, they've reached a new milestone. What are you talking about? Just the national ratings from your show last night. I don't know if you've ever seen seven digits in your ratings. Well, you've got them now, my friend. One million and eighty-one thousand was the reach. That was the reach. What does that even mean? Hang on. It means at any time you flicked on, it averaged four hundred sixty-two thousand viewers, and that is good enough, my friends, for the sixth top show. Last night. Well, there you go. That is something oh. extraordinary. Thanks we should acknowledge it. We can't understand it, but we should acknowledge it that that is just a superb performance led by the captain of the front bar, which oh. is you. I just want to pre- I thank everybody who took the time to tune in and watch the show last night. It was uh, that, fun, Andy, fun to be back. And Don't no. be humble. It does, it's not becoming of you. <laughs> Before you know how I feel about ratings, I, you know, I, well, I so I don't even know when the ratings come out. Or well, when... you need to know this. All right, you know that Shut check. Up, Julio. You know that check that you get. That check, two things. Well, it sounds like I should be getting paid a little more if you're my. That uh, is agent. my point. I want so you should care, honey, because you I right have. now are a ratings juggernaut. Brett's the, extraordinary. It's uh, uh, trading's out for ace gunners. Australian mate, built to last. Our great mate Brett from Snorbins is on the line. He Snorbins. Wants, he wants to have a ch- chat about a, a worse coaching appointment than Doc Rivers. I don't like this Not a worse coach. Doc Rivers is a fine coach, yes. but the appointment of the Milwaukee Bucks is a terrible appointment Adrian thus far. Griffin, 
terrible. Mm. Actually, if someone off the temper text me, temper text machine, can just tell me. I think it's two and nine. It might be two and ten. Can someone please give me Doc Rivers's record? Well, Brett might have that for you. Ah, oh, talk to me, Brett. Far away, Brett. Yeah, g'day, Nakabegs. Nah, I don't have that record, mate. But uh, just on on the uh, show last night, Ray, yeah. what a magnificent start to the season. You know what I did today? Okay. Mm. No. I went out and bought some honey, honey nuts at Aldi. <laughs> what, a, what an effort from the old fella, hey. Drinking a frothy at the bar at 100 years of age. And can I but tell you, what? Brett, after the show... Well, hang on. Before you tell us, I don't know what you're talking about. Henry I never Young, saw the show. Henry Young was a, is 100 years old, mm-hmm. and he's the first man ever to play in an ITF Masters tennis tournament uh, at the age of 100. He's heading off to Turkey uh, in, a, in a month and a half. At 100? He's 100 years old. And he's playing tennis. And he's playing tennis. And he's still going... And, Brett, after the show... Uh, we all go proper up at, tennis, or is it that pickleball? Proper ball? tennis, really? He got we go out to the boardroom after the show, Brett, and have a beer, and you know, just have a chat to one mm. another and catch up. And there was Henry Young up there, standing up, mind you, in mm. the circle <laughs> with a beer and he, with a furfy crisp in his oh. hand. And what was what's his? Hey, what an Aussie! What yeah, an outstanding, player. Brett. That is outstanding. Hey. What else have you got, Shags? Oh, okay, uh, two nominations quickly. Right, the first one's Malcolm Blight. But he had a fair retort in the media with Stephen Quartermain. Yeah. I don't know if you've got that audio, but Rats yeah. Uh, the second one is Mickey Arthur. Mm. I mean, oh, homework. Yeah, no good. Uh, here we go, Uzi, Uzi, the, uh, the, yep. the pilot. You need to go and study on uh, Mongolian history and yeah. Shane Watson. You need to study on this instead of you know learning how to do a review. Mate, if you fell into a barrel full of nipples, you'd come out sucking his thumb. See you, Lincoln. Very fine nominations. Very, very right. fine fine coaches, both of them. But yes. appointment-wise, maybe not the best appointments. And that's what we're talking about, right. Keith. I'm hearing you. Very good work from Brett and mm-hmm. a nice little saying on the way through. And Henry Young, hopefully you did watch the front bar last night. And if you did and you saw this bloke, uh, he just made was, warm the cockles of your heart. Was it? Was it? What a man. And was, thought, it, was it the rat's toss bag to do with the... Uh, he didn't care what anybody thought. A, about that. St Kilda. Yeah. I couldn't give a rat's toss bag whether he thought I could coach or anyone thinks I can coach or could play. I don't care. Have an opinion. We all have an opinion. But when he talked about commitment to St Kilda for the time I was there, it's absolute garbage, made by a very naive person. Say I couldn't coach, Stephen. Say I made the wrong call. Say I said something to the wrong. Say I said something bad. All I did was handle some egos tried to handle some egos with a very bad football club that had won two games a year before. It said that you weren't good with kids, you were better with a mature list. Oh, yeah. So in Adelaide or Geelong, two very young teams came from nowhere to play in grand finals with young teams? Come on. That's a wank. Uh, that was That's one of solid. the... That was... I remember that night, Blight, we all knew Blighty was going to... Launch. Yep. Yeah, so mm. just give me... Get, we had to give him a little platform. Mm. Quarters handled it absolutely beautifully. And Blighty didn't disappoint. And you know what? Uh, oh, that's fantastic! He might fit into this. Con- he might fit into this conversation, you know, about the uh, some appointments are better than others. But uh, we well, didn't really want to coach there, well, did he? And no, they, they really they, talked him into correct, it. Correct, Keith. And that correct. might have been the telling factor that he was in and he was given, you know, he was giving it his best shot. But maybe didn't have the same passion and heart that he had with the other two well, appointments at Geelong and Adelaide. Well, well, maybe that, but maybe also they didn't uh, take on board. 
what he was going to be bringing to the club. He said, hey, listen, I'm not this bloke. If you want me to be there 16 hours a day, five days a week, you've got the wrong bloke. I'm right. not going to be – no, no, you do it on your terms. We want you to – we want mm. the authentic. We want the real Malcolm Blight. We want the Blight. And they, were, they accepted oh, it. Oh, I believe so. Well, yes. they, well, they did. And then once they got in there and it wasn't going the direction they wanted, I said, oh, we need you to do a bit more work. We need you to be around. You're not around said, the well, club often enough. that's not what I signed up for. Hang on. I didn't sign up for no. that. Right. No. So, you know, bad, bad appointment. Mm. Mm. Not Malcolm Blight. There no le- no uh, knock on Blighty the coach. Just, or just he's got the runs on the board. Of course he has, mate. Just a bad appointment, mm. like Doc Rivers. Now we're getting to well, the it remains to be seen with Doc. Oh, that's right. He's got some work to do though. They still got some time. It's probably okay, about thirty right. games left. Okay, if, if they go ten and twenty in the next thirty, Ooh, does he keep the job next year? I would think it's unlikely. But Ta-da. you know. You're inheriting. He's inherited a team that he had nothing to do with assembling. He's got the best player in the competition in his team, bro. Arguably, well, one of the best three. Yeah, that's true. And, and they he's were got going all right, Dame Dave. And they were going, and going okay. Right. Well, they're going better than okay. Yeah, they were going better than okay. They were going outstandingly well. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Reese is in Lang three Warren. And six. I've heard. I've said three and seven. I've heard. So three wins and seven losses. No, it's three and six. Says uh, Kurt in um, Montrose. Australia, by the way, five for 341. Gardner, 49, uh, approaching another milestone. And Annabelle Sutherland, uh, 92 of 145. Uh, she's uh, quite the player in New Zealand, 27 a win with seven wickets in hand. Kane Williamson, 116, not out. Mm. I'm going to say something to you about Kane Williamson. I just need to keep just. No, just, just let it percolate right. for a little All bit right. longer. Okay. And I, I don't reckon you'll go with it. I, I think I'm, I want to. Reese is in Lang Warren. Uh, he wants to uh, He wants to join in the conversation. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Hi, Gazy. What's happening, dude? No, yeah, just another flying Friday, along. Mate. It's Friday. We're looking forward to the weekend. We've got a lot on our plate here today that we need to get through. A lot of stuff. All right, eh? Beautiful, beautiful. I'm just going to hijack the show for a little bit. Please. I um, I rang late last year talking about Mitch Trek the Boomers. I think he's done nothing but deliver a spot. Um, and I got my 12 man roster. So I'll just read it out. I got Josh Gidegard. Yep. Josh Franchard. Mitch Trek does more forward. Now, last time, Katie, you said uh, Belfort in the room with Trek. So I think Josh Gidegard's got one now. It's okay. No, oh, it's a bit different, but I, I hear what you're saying. And, and take four steps to your right because you're just crackling up a little bit, but carry on. Oh, I'm on the, I'm on the uh, AirPods, sorry about that. And then uh, I've got Ben Sims at Power Forward, just play some oh. defense. Yes. Doesn't have to do anything special. Uh, Chuck Landale at the centre. Okay. Uh, off the bench, Paddy Mills, Joe Ingalls, Dante Epson, Joe Reese, Xavier Cooks, Stella Vadova at the back. And then Thibel, it's a bit of an asterisk because Gazer, you need a ring. Kyrie Irving and get him in. Oh, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. And I think Kyrie falls into that category. If you're going to take Thibault, I think that he would fall into that same category. Although he was born here, uh, he's already represented the United States at the junior level. So he would be one of those ones. You couldn't take both Thibault and Kyrie. Mm. Uh, but Good Kyrie point. would look very nice. in, uh, And, if, and if, if he was willing to play, I think Thibault would be a little nervous because I... <laughs> I think you might have a tendency to lean more towards Kyrie. Kyrie's been quite quiet off the court and playing quite nice basketball Correct. on it. Correct. The, I wonder if the penny might drop with Kyrie, that maybe that's just the better way of operating well, in, quite, in the, into the future. Th- th- that is true. Thank you. And, and I guess you, the, your whole Mitch Creek thing mm. um, and where he sits in the pecking order, will he come back into consideration? The fact that they've just announced today the Boomer squad, the 
take on career for the Asia Cup qualifiers. Mm. And um, uh, he's not in that team. And they are not going to be – Phoenix are not going to be playing in the, in the finals. Mm. So uh, oh, he is hurt. Okay. So that might be right an explanation. Right. but Get yourself back out of the weeds now. You're, spending, you're getting a bit too deep. Okay. You're sort of having a conversation with Well, he was asking about Mitch Creek. I understand you've spent three and a half minutes talking about it now. No, I didn't. It was about 35 seconds. Oh, all, right. Mm. all right, then. Are you done? Okay. Andy's in Terrelgan. Dr. Peter Bruckner's going to join us in a minute to talk about whatever's going on. Something going on with the calf muscles mm. in the AFL. We need to get to the bottom of it. But before that, Andy's in Terrelgan, and he's got his weekly question for us. Good afternoon to you, Andos. G'day, Andy. G'day, How are you on this Friday? Yeah, up we're flying along, Andy. Just green, could not be better. Hearing uh, your voice bob up all over the joint these days. Andy, I thought we were special mm. friends, but uh, seems like well, you're a lot of... exclusive. No, We've I don't got believe an open we are. Relationship I believe with Andy. Andy's uh, very keen on ringing other people up and asking similar That's topics. That's all right. And I'm fine with that. Mm. I'm fine with that, Keith. I just thought. We're, we're happy with the I open relationship. A, Annabelle Sutherland brings up 100, too, by the way. Nicely done. Uh, what do you got for us, Andy? Uh, my question this afternoon is. See if the NBA also weekend this weekend in the United States of America. Yep. If the AFL was a part of it, you have to nominate three players in the Sultans and the three point shooting contest had to be AFL past or present footballers. Good question. See Judd. Who are going to play in the NBL All Star no, Weekend? The, I think you said are going to play in, are going to participate in the yeah. three point shooting Scott contest, Pendle- wasn't it? Scott Pendlebury. Uh, yeah, Scott Pendlebury. Mm-hmm. Um, he Cripps. No, no, no. <laughs> the boy from Melbourne, Christian Petrarca. Daniel Fogarty. That's two outstanding and, uh, nominations. And um, Riley. What about, the, what about the bloke at Geelong, young Furphy? Because uh, there's another Furphy going right of Kansas. No, I don't know. Whether are, they, are they related? No, but Have we... Furphy down at Geelong played basketball. Yeah, well, I don't know if that Furphy is related to the in. Furphy. Just, is just chuck in. him in. Let's not have a massive blue about mm. it. Just chuck him in, shall Unless okay. you've got one. Right off the top of your head. Uh, there'd be one. There's a right lot on. of them. Have a think about it. It's 21 minutes to four. We've got to get but a break. two nominations. Thank you. Outstanding. Ace Gutters. You're in form. Australian made, built to you. last. Dr. Peter you Bruckner. You had a good win last night. <laughs> to join us next. And you're just backing up today. Yeah, Keith, it's a quarter four. Oh, no, no, let's get in there. Well, you had the question, Andy's question about basketballs. And in, in the in the commercial break, I, I, I got one. went down deep, deep into my head. Give us one. So we've got Christian Petrarca and Scott Pendlebury. Well, I've got five here to choose from. I reckon actually Matt Owies would check. Is Hugh Greenwood still running around in the AFL? Yep. He'd be right there as well. And just Peter, as a Peter side Brunner, one, Peter Brunner Luke about Jackson was represented Australian Junior oh, he's a good one. He's a good nomination. And uh, I believe Marcus Bontempelli. Right. His sister I knew played at the NBL we'll 1 get her in the, We'll get her there. No, no, no. We'll it's, that was not the question that Andy asked. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's get to Peter. <laughs> let's get to Peter. It's a quarter to four. He might have a suggestion. Well, we've been sitting around the last couple of weeks, and I've been a vested interest with me because of the situation with Jacob Weidering and how long it's taken to come back from a strained calf. But over the last couple of years, one thing's be becoming, from a gut feel perspective, a bit apparent to some of us that players are taking longer 
to come back from calf injuries, particularly strains. A strain used to be two, mm. three weeks back in a tear. It's too cautious, four, I think, these back, days. Well, I wonder whether it's caution. I wonder whether there's more to it. So or we, sensibility. We wanted to speak to someone who knows more about this than uh, we do, and it's a joy <laughs> to have Dr. Peter Bruckner on the show. Yes. Hey, Brookie, thanks for joining us. Is there Why are players taking longer uh, to come back from calf injuries? Yeah, well, I think it's only certain calf injuries. Mm. Um, but uh, it's a little bit similar to the, the hamstring situation, you know, where we've, uh, as we've learned more about these muscles, we've learned that within the actual muscle themselves, there's a sort of tendon-like structure that if you damage that, then that's bad news. And so that's why these hamstring tendon injuries, you know, take, you know, eight, ten weeks and sometimes have surgery. There are some similar tendon-like uh, structures we've now discovered in the soleus muscle, which is the deeper calf muscle. And uh, we're now sort of understanding a lot more about, uh, about these injuries. And we know that they're, uh, they're pretty bad news um, and they take a long time to heal. Now, previously, we might have sent someone back, you know, in two or three weeks and then, you know, a week later they, they redo their calf and we wonder, you know, why does that happen? And we think now it's because we didn't appreciate, you know, that there were these tendon-like structures that uh, the muscles attached to and they are particularly... Uh, Vulnerable, they take a long time to heal. So uh, that's why um, you know you, you, we're keeping some people out for you know six eight weeks uh, to get their uh, to get their calf right because otherwise they would go back uh, early and probably rupture their, uh, their or re- redo their injury. Okay. Doc, is is that principle applied to other muscles in the body? Like for for example, the hamstring is exactly what you're talking about there for the calf. Do those same principles yeah. apply for the hamstring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a uh, there's a couple of uh, tendon-like, uh, we, we call them tendons. They're not actually exactly like a, a normal tendon, but they're, they're, uh, they're very similar. And uh, if you damage them, they, they really take a long time to, to heal. And so uh, the hamstring and, and the calf are the two muscles that we really see these, uh, these tendon-like structures in. And they're the ones that tend to, uh, you know, we keep them out for a long time. And what about, uh, so a couple of my players over the last couple of years have um, had issues and they've gone to see the physio and the doctors and they've had uh, ongoing hamstring and calf injuries. And the feedback was that it was actually not a calf and hamstring problem. It was coming from the the back. Does that make any sense yeah. to you? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, oh. yeah, we know that uh, the problems in the back uh, and also the glute muscles uh, they're both sort of drivers of uh, problems in the hamstring and the calf. And uh, sometimes, you know, you'll get a like a, a little calf strain, what appears to be a calf strain, and, you know, you do a scan, there's absolutely nothing there, and you, you treat the back and uh, and uh, it comes good. So, mm. yeah, we do know that because all the nerves, you know, to the, the hamstring and the calf come from the, from the, the lower back. And uh, so if you've got some problems there, it can certainly affect the uh, the calf and the hamstring. So, yeah, it makes it very challenging. Um, but, uh, you know, that's, that's what we're there for, I guess. So, Doc, from a fan's perspective, uh, uh, when I saw the weedering thing and it said calf strain, I thought, oh, well, that's no big deal. He got it Couple second, of weeks. second week in mm. January. He'll be right for, to rejoin training. No problems. So you've explained about the soleus and the tendon nature of it all. But yeah. do we need to assess our understanding of strain and tear? As a, as a fan, do we need to um, bear in mind that a strain can still be quite serious? Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess in the medical profession, we're always sort of uh, somewhat amused by like, people sort of uh, distinguishing strains yeah. and tears yeah. and so on. I mean, you know, basically it's all the same. I mean, uh, you know, strain is sort of a partial, tear. you know, you tear some of the fibres 
of, uh, of the muscle. Um, and so it's really the degree of strain or tear that is the relevant thing. Um, you know, you can't say that, oh, a strain is mild and a tear is severe. They're the same. Um, okay, so you're, right you're tearing muscle fibres in a, in a strain and, and a tear. So it's really, you know, we used to call them first, second or third degrees or partial or complete tears or uh, and so on. So, and it's also where the tear is, you know, where if it's in this sort of uh, tendon-like structure, it's bad news. If it's on the sort of the outer part of the muscle, it's not too bad and it's your two or three-week injury that you talked about before. Okay. And, and what about the treatment for these things? We see some players taking these trips over to Europe or other parts of the world because they, I assume, have some level of expertise. Dry needle, mate. Get the is, dry needle uh, is, is there some <laughs> Is there anything cool. new? Get that thing in there. In the way in which we can treat these to uh, speed the process up, a healing of healing up, um, not really. I mean, that's no. the holy grail, really, that everyone's trying to sort of hurry things uh, up and so on. Um, we, we you know, we don't really have any magical. Uh, I mean, but people have tried injecting all sorts of uh, things. You know, injecting blood. You know, that's very controversial. Some people say that helps. Other people say it doesn't. The the research doesn't really support that in uh, in muscle injuries. Mm. Um, but uh, the, the trips overseas are, uh, look, you know, uh, the guy they go to is actually a friend of mine in the US. And, and you know, it, it's more just that he does a very intensive uh, program and, and it's a bit of a change for the, for the players to get over there and, and do things that are a little bit different. But really, the, you know, we're very fortunate here. I mean, our physiotherapy uh, profession in Australia is, is leads the world, really, in, in, uh, in, in physio. So we haven't got a lot to learn from overseas, but, you know, there's always some things you can do, you okay. can do differently and do better. But, uh, you know, the, the basis of it is, is getting it stronger. You know, it's, it's exercises is the, uh, is the main way to, uh, to treat people, and we, we gradually grade those exercises and increase them during the rehab program. Hey, Doc, just before we let you go, and we really appreciate your expertise on, on that, and I feel a whole lot clearer now about the whole thing, but I don't know whether you're following this, I don't know, have legitimate stories about the, these enhanced games that people are talking about. Mm. Uh, as a sports physician, um, where, do you, where do you go when you hear that this is being discussed as a, a possibility? Oh, it horrifies me, to be honest. You know, I mean, these are people taking drugs that are going to kill them. Or may kill them, or do significant damage. I mean, it's uh, you know, uh, it's ridiculous. And uh, you know, to to uh, encourage people to take uh, drugs that are potentially harmful to their to their liver, to their uh, their cardiovascular system, to all sorts of areas. I mean, it's uh, it's just madness. And uh, you know, this I don't think it'll ever happen because I can't imagine yeah. that people are stupid enough to uh, to take you know the amount of drugs that they have to take to compete in a game like that. But uh, we'll see. There's always can't underestimate people's stupidity, I suppose, when well, money's involved. That's right, mate. Crazy. When somebody's prepared to dangle a million bucks in front of you to chase a world record and break a time that you might think is within your reach, who knows what people will be prepared to do. Well, you know, at the risk of damaging your health for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know? I'm yep. not sure. It's, uh, well, they claim, well, Doc, they do that. claim that it's going to be under strict supervision. Does that help? Well, these? Mm. No, no. No. For a start, I mean, what, you know, what doctor is going to supervise something like that? You know, it's, uh, it's not legal to prescribe those, uh, those drugs in, uh, in, in this country and most countries. Um, you know, no doctor is going to sort of uh, be involved in something like that. that okay. Uh, that it's potentially harmful. Though. Yeah. It's, uh, like, it's like encouraging drug addiction or something like that. It's just crazy. Doc, uh, always appreciate you joining us on the show and sharing us, uh, sharing your expertise with us. Thanks for your time. It was a pleasure, guys. Good on you. Dr. Peter Thanks, Brooke, Doc. Uh, talking about calves and 
Uh, yeah, good stuff on the enhanced games right at the end of it all there. Three minutes past four. Aaron Whitefield about to join us to talk some baseball. Uh, over at the Wacker, it's lunch, and the Australian women have absolutely dominated the first session. Five for 366. Did not lose a wicket. Sutherland's advanced to a score to 113. Not out. And Gardner looks in posing. 52 not out. And looks like she's really ready to put the foot down. So uh, they have got the South Africans completely on the ropes. Uh, and you reckon they're going to feast uh, in the next session when they come back after lunch. Australia playing Korean big league outfit Hanwha Eagles tomorrow night and Sunday afternoon. Melbourne Ballpark baseball fans will be all over this. A great chance to get to see the Australian team and some of these outstanding Asian players who have come to town. And Aaron Whitefield, one of our uh, superstars, has been good enough to join us on the show to talk all about it. Hey, Aaron, thanks for joining us on the show, mate. G'day, fellas. How are we doing? We're yeah, going okay. Going. We're flying, Aaron. What are we, uh, what are we going to find out uh, playing these Korean uh, boys in the next couple of days? Uh, you know, it's a big league Korean team. So, you know, it's, it's some of their best players in Korea with a couple of imports from, um, you know, I think they've got a couple Dominican or, you know, even some guys from the state. So, you know, it'd be great competition for us uh, guys coming off the ABL season, the Aussie team, especially going into our Premier 12 um, kind of preparation for the end of the year. And from a national perspective, Aaron, what's this? What's the next big ticket item in front of the Australian team? Well, we have that Premier 12, the top 12 teams in the world uh, play at the end of the year. Right. Um, and that's our next big event. And this is kind of something we can all get together around, especially just finishing the uh, Australian Baseball League season. And everyone's kind of, you know, in, in great form and ready to have two games and, you know, get two wins. So how do you qualify for the Premier 12? Uh, it's over the course of the four years. Um, depending on the points you win, you know, with other events, like we had the WBC last year, and it's just the top 12 teams uh, in the rankings get to play in that tournament. And where is it? Uh, we are, Our first game will be in Japan against Japan, and then Ooh. we'll finish the round in Taiwan, and then the finals go back to Japan. And, and will all the top That's players awesome. from uh, all the various uh, countries be playing? Like, are we going to see uh, Shohei Otani <laughs> having a hit in, this, uh, in, in the Premier 12? So the Premier 12 have different rules where the rostered players on the MLB cannot play. Um, And a lot of teams, some of those teams, because it's right after the season, will hold some of their players. But usually Japan still put out all their guys who play in their MPB, um, you know, their big league team. Korea puts all their big league players. And then the USA team usually put in um, kind of their up-and-coming prospects. Uh, I think last time we had guys like Joe Adele, um, who's you know now a big name in, in the major leagues and kind of like their younger superstars that are coming up. That's what the USA team usually throw out. But we had last time we did well at the Premier 12, and we that was the first time we beat USA actually. And um, you know we're hoping to do the same thing coming up. And how are we placed here in Australia? We hear of players from time to time getting over there and, and getting their opportunity in the major leagues in the United States and other parts of the yeah. world as well. Um, but, you know, the, the league we just saw, I think it was the Giants, just uh, won the title. What do you make of Australian baseball in general? Are you pretty comfortable where we're at and what we're doing to foster the talent? Yeah, definitely. You know, I think uh, COVID, you know, we really took a hit with COVID. Like, a lot of things were going the right direction. Then, you know, COVID, as it did with everything, kind of took a hit. Um, but this year, I've been playing the ABL since around 2015, 
And to me, this year was probably one of the strongest years that the ABL has produced with pitching and just the amount of kids that are coming, either coming back from college or going to college, um, professional ball in the lower levels. Um, and in, in our Australian team, I think this Premier 12, with some of the guys will be able to get back um, from pro ball, or even who are coming out of college that will be in pro ball. Uh, we'll have a really, really strong team and just keep building off what we've been doing the last couple of years. And when you think of uh, the United States and the collegiate uh, scholastic system, I know from a basketball standpoint, it's it's the pathway now for a lot of the guys. They're, 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 I think we've got over 200-odd Australians playing at the collegiate level across our men and women. Is it similar for aspiring baseballers that that's the best route for them to take? Yeah, definitely. You know, I think it was early, uh, it was just, you know, you hope to get signed as a free agent like I was lucky enough to do. And, you know, if that didn't happen, then you just kind of played club ball. And then I feel like good players were getting filtered out who, you know, maybe needed that college time to become the player that they could have became. Um, And now with the opportunities and more guys going and, you know, we should – this year, um, Travis Bazana is looking at being one of the first-round picks in the draft, um, you know, as high as the number one pick in the draft. Wow, um, she whiz. Rockies. So he's, and he's from Sydney, and it's just, you know, showing kids that, you know, if you don't get signed by a major league team out of Australia, like, you still have other pathways to get there. And for us, it's just building and getting more kids that don't just, you know, filter out because, oh, I didn't make it to a Pro Bowl. I can go to college route and then make it through that way as well. Mm. Now, the business of ba- uh, baseball really intrigues me. And you hear about some of the stuff that goes over goes on over there with the, the, the major leagues. Can you just help educate me? Uh, Shohei Hatani, he's, he's a superstar. We all know that. Just signed a... I think it was a, a 10-year, 700 million. So 700 million bucks. Uh, but can you help me out here? Because he's only going to be paid like two million bucks a year, and he's going to be, he's going to accumulate at the end of it six hundred and eighty million. It's now, to me, money. that reeks of just trying to rip the system off somehow or other for whatever reason. <laughs> can you please explain to me uh, how all this fits in, in in the ethics and the legalities of it all? Yeah, definitely. You know, as um, some of those teams already have, you know, the Dodgers. Uh, mm-hmm. stacked with superstars from head to toe and they're paying a lot of guys a lot of money right now so for someone like show um you know he's only getting the two million for the next uh, like two years or three years i think it is mm-hmm. um while they're paying the other guys and when they filter out obviously that's when he starts to get more money it's just so teams can you know if they if they're willing to spend the money can spend the money but it you know they work it out where it's uh, ethical for them over a couple of years instead of just, you know, forking out $700 million oh, in, in one day. It's but, just um, no, it's just the way that they do it and they have them for that long time. Mm. And, you know, for, and honestly, I think it's something that's in a good way that, you know, athletes get money pushed back so they don't have all this cash to just, you know, go spend. Um, it's something that you keep getting, making money until, you know, you're retired. And he's, He's going to be making, I think it's like $60 million a mm. year when he's 40-something years old. Yeah. And, well, you know, it's just something, it, it's kind of a way to, you know, that the baseball goes about, mm. you know, stacking up a team, but it ends up being in the favor of the uh, athletes as well as, you know, that's money you know that you're getting later on and you don't have all this change that you heard of 
athletes, you know, kind of spending mm. their money once they get something like, yeah. you know, seven. I don't know how you'd spend all seven. Right, no, million, not possible. <laughs> it's not possible. Well, well, Andy, yeah. he's, he's actually deferring uh, $68 million across for every year. So he's getting paid $2 yeah. million, but I read this article. He's, he's got such massive endorsement deals. So he has to wait 10 years yeah, yeah, yeah. until he gets his six. Six hundred and eighty. Poor, poor bugger. I feel sorry yeah, for him. I was, I was lucky enough to be with him the last two years when I was with the Angels. Really? Just, yeah, I, I was up there with him in the major leagues with him and Trout. But Otani is if if anyone I can say to anyone if they get the chance to go see the Dodgers or you know I'm lucky enough to play him in Tokyo last year against him in Japan, which was very special. But he is literally one in a lifetime sort of player. The things he does. Really. Yeah, I don't think there'll be someone like that for the next 10, 20, 30 years. That is, well, the stuff he can do is mm. is ridiculous, really. So, hey, well, we're, we're talking Aaron Whitefield, part of the Australian team, starting centre fielder. They've got a couple of big games coming up against the Korean big league team, the, Ham, the big league team, the Hamway Eagles. Where are you at, mate? You, as you mentioned, you spent time at the Angels. You're at the Twins. Um, such is the nature of your sport. You know, players bounce around all over the place. Where where have you? Where are you finding yourself? Um, from an American perspective? So uh, this year, I'm looking at going uh, to play. I, I base myself in South Carolina where, with my girlfriend where I live, but I'm looking at going to play in uh, Mexico this year. Um, they've started up a big league out there. And, um, you know, a couple of my friends that I played up in the major leagues with, there's a couple of us going down there. And a the guy I played with here at the Melbourne Aces, uh, Greg Bird, who played with the Yankees for a couple of years, he's gone out there too. So I'll be... Once this is done, I'll uh, head to the States uh, and then head down to Mexico to play down there. And I love how all sports are, you know, they're tweaking the rules and regulations. And uh, more re- recently, we've seen with baseball how they've got that the, the shot clock, or well, I call it yeah, the shot pitch, clock, the pitch but clock. the pitcher yeah. uh, a clock. Uh, do you think that, from your perspective, do you like what they're doing to try and speed up play? Yeah, I, I definitely think it's, um, you know, it's gaining more attraction to people. You know, some baseball games, I've been there where it's four hours long. And, you know, I mean, I love the game of baseball, but a four-hour game can, at 7 p.m., when it gets to <laughs> starting to get to 11 p.m., can get yeah. can get pretty long. But, you know, it, it, at the start, it was very different because you're used to playing that long. But for the players, you know, for us too, that means we get to get home early because, you know, in the States, you play 162 games. You know, if you're getting home at midnight and then having to play the next day, um, you know, it's, it's just more rest time, more time with the family when you get home. So it works out for everyone. And it, I don't think it takes away that from the game at all. I think it keeps the fans more invested and it gets, you know, it attracts more people to be like, oh, I'm only going to be there for two and a half hours. You know, it's a big difference than four hours. Uh, Absolutely. It's a vast improvement. It As somebody is. who sits at home sometimes and watches a game of ba- a baseball from time to time, Aaron, I reckon it makes a huge difference. So, Hey, yeah. um, mate, good luck uh, to yes. you and your teammates, obviously. A nice hit out you've got coming up this weekend. And uh, with the Premier 12 just around the corner, it sounds like there's a lot to gear up towards from an Australian perspective. And uh, then you get down. If it, when, when you are in – I don't know whether you'll, be, you'll certainly be in the outfield out there in, when you're playing in Mexico. Will you set yourself a bit deeper there, given the <laughs> ball's probably going to fly a bit further into the outfield down there in Mexico? Yeah, so I'm hoping for the hitting side of things too. Hoping what? to get a couple more homers. Yeah, but nice. yeah, no, definitely be sitting out there with the uh, altitude down there. Hopefully, get more homers and be sitting right on the fence to try and rip a couple off. Beautiful, mate. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll watch with great interest. Uh, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate your time.
Awesome, fellas. I appreciate it. Good man. Aaron Warfield joining us, uh, part of the Australian team. Uh, and you can see those games at Melbourne Ballpark tomorrow night and one Sunday afternoon. Oh, is it? Not our tone. You know when you're going to um, Geelong, that one on the left, is that Melbourne yeah, Ballpark? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Is that the one? Because there used, used to be a big ballpark in Royal Park as well, but it's the one in Eltona, right? That's where we're heading to. So it, if you've ever gone down the West Coast. You've seen it on the you, left. You've seen it on just the just left. Pops out, it just pops up. It's beautiful. All of a sudden there's a big like, baseball if field. If you build it, they will come. Well, they're coming. Sort of Hopefully, fit. they're coming to see the Aussies. Field of Dreams type stuff. Get out there and have a go, man, if you don't. A big <laughs> racing's returning. They're gearing up. There's some fantastic racing to look forward to in Melbourne and Sydney tomorrow. Okay, when we want to talk racing, who do we think of? Gareth. Thank you. The G-Banger's going to join us on the other side of this. Uh, 21 minutes past four. Group 1 Racing uh, continues to uh, return to the landscape of punters all over Australia. And we've got the time-honoured lightning stakes uh, in front of us tomorrow. And the Supermare, uh, along with a couple of other handy types, uh, will be back, saddled up and ready to go. And as I said to you before the break, mm. when we want to have a quick chat about racing in the sport of kings. There's only one man to speak to, and that's Gareth Hall from SEN Track, and the great man has been good enough to join us. Uh, G-Banger, how are you, mate? <laughs> G'day, Andy. Gazy, great to be with you. Yeah, it's a big day of racing at Flemington tomorrow, and I was watching a doco on Black Caviar, and oh. she was perfect. She never lost a race. And when you think about the great athletes of the modern era, um, all the greats, they lost one game. Or Brazen didn't even, he couldn't, he couldn't average 100, but she was perfect in every way, Black Caviar. And um, I think she's the greatest, the, the greatest that I've seen. I'll put her in front of Wix, Black so, Caviar. So, um, she was a mighty galloper. So I was watching, oh yeah, as you do, I don't know whether you're like this, but I was sitting down in front of the telly the other day having my breakfast and Racing.com had, when they just roll back yep. through the replays of these great races, it was yep. the lightning stakes and it was one after the other and it's magnificent. Watching her, the way, the effortless way she could put two and three lengths on a field was a joke. I mean, it was just ridiculous how easily she could do it. But I tell you what, if she wasn't around, if there was black caviar had never been born, we might have been yeah. talking about Haylist a whole lot differently. Yeah, I totally agree. He was the great bridesmaid, wasn't he? Um, he ran some mighty races, and it was all over the country. He even tried to get away from her, and he went up to Brisbane. Um, when she took out that Group 1 sprint race there, and uh, he ran a brave second. So he could have been anything. He would have been one of the greats, I would imagine, if Black Caviar wasn't around. But um, unfortunately for him, he was, and or she was. And, um, yeah, she was a remarkable athlete. And you know what she amazed me about watching the doco once again is that she did it under a lot of um, pressure in a way from... She wasn't a perfectly sound horse, so... Um, Peter Moody did a wonderful job in managing her and she had to overcome a lot of obstacles physically because of her makeup. So um, she was tough and resilient and she had a big heart and that desire to win was second to none. And um, yeah, she was one in a million. So we get to see Imperatrice, you know, the boom sprinter, arguably as good a spinner, spinner as there is on the planet at the moment, make her return to racing. At the end of I mean, have you got her down as you know, the horse to beat in this race tomorrow? I mean, is she, is she unbeatable? I don't think she's unbeatable. This is an interesting one. Talking about Black Caviar, she was amazing because she would butter up and do it each and every preparation. Now, Imperatrice has got to do that. She was superb all of last year, I think, in the autumn, but especially in the spring when she was unbeaten. Her run in that champion sprint at the end of the carnival at Flemington was remarkable. She did it at both ends. Horses don't do what she did that day. 
and she was able to hold off Buenos Notches is a very good horse. But she opened up her lungs at the start, um, which is easy, which is which isn't easy to do. And Nature's Trip, for instance, couldn't really do what she did there at Flemington last start. But she hasn't really. Her trial was underwhelming for mine, and I asked Kira Mar and Giddy up the master trainer, and he said he wasn't really impressed as, as well. Oh, well so. Well. Um, that's the big question, Mark. But Mark Walker, we had him on Giddy Up, and he says, well, I'm happy with her. She worked nicely at Mooney Valley on Monday, and we wouldn't place her, or we wouldn't run her if we didn't think she was right to go. But, you know, she mm. she's short. I don't know if I could take a dollar eighty. If she does mm. what she did last spring, she'll win and win easily. Um, but that's a big question, Mark. Hey, G-Banger, I got it from a uh, very, very reliable source, yes. someone that's right in, in, in some really good form, and said, listen, yep. Imperatrice, it, that's the lay of the day. What? The lay of the day. That's yeah. And ridiculous. what you've got to get around is uh, Bella Nipotina. Nip- Bella Nipotina, <laughs> it's going to cause the boil over and you just need to load up. Is that some uh, sound advice? We're gambling responsibly, Gazy, but your mail's been a little bit, I don't know how it is. Well, your mail's been... Not the greatest since uh, I've known you. And oh, even when we give you good wow. mail, you probably go off to Morfordville because they're racing there tomorrow <laughs> instead of Flemington. <laughs> your, um, your form's been a little about, questionable as well, oh, just hello, by the way. Bella Di Patina, she's a chance like she drew the wrong side of the track when they met last spring in that champion sprint. And you wouldn't want it, you didn't want to be on the inside. So Craig Williams had to take her all the way back to last, give up three or four lengths, and then he flashed out wide to finish fifth. She's got a good record first up. She tried right. better than Imperatrice. We know that. So, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't talk you out of that, Gazy. Okay. Each way price. Where, I'm liking where, it. Where else, as you look through these sort of stacked uh, form guides, particularly in Melbourne and Sydney tomorrow, the Apollo, the, the Expressway, the Light Fingers, there's some fantastic racing in Sydney. Yeah. Sydney. Where, where, is, uh, where else is your eye sort of being drawn to as you look at these fantastic fields? You know, if you gave me $100, Andy, um, I would probably go. I would go Switzerland into a dollar seventy-five. I had a quick chat to J Mac, and he rode the favourite for the Golden Slipper and Storm Boy yesterday. So he's a remarkable horse. But he's he's excited about Switzerland. Oh, hello. He's into a dollar seventy-five now, so we don't get too much value there. This is in Sydney. Yep. Boy, I'm keen on a galloper called Alentia. She goes around in race six, horse five. She's into two forty now, so she's been heavily supported. At Flemington, um, in the tab vanity, I want to play a couple of horses here. I think French Endeavour at $16, race six, number six, will run a big race there. Uh. Um, and if Molly Nickers can get a little a bit great, of luck. What a great, yeah, just what by the way, what a great name that is for a racehorse. Yeah. <laughs> Molly Nickers, what a and, name. And she's, and she's very good. And I think King Colorado will be hard to beat in the Sears Hay Stakes, named after the great Colin Hayes. He was mighty first up. Um, he'll be better for the Australian Cup, but I think second up to the 1,400 metres, that looks a nice race for him. Um, apart from that, it's a, it's one of those tough programs at Flemington and also at Randwick. And I think Bunes not just will win the expressway at Randwick as well. So um, he looks just like to be a class above his rivals there. Who's going to be the star of the, um, who's going to be the, star of the autumn for you? Oh, it's a tough one. I think there's always a few horses that can put their hand up and say, hey, um, um, I'm the new king or queen of, of racing. Yeah, I think this Storm Boy's one yeah, out of the box. Yeah, he, was, yeah I, he won the Magic Millions. He tried like a, a jet yesterday at Rose Hill. I think he'll win the slipper. And then he'll be hard to beat some of the other races at Group 1 level throughout the spring. And 
don't forget, if he keeps on winning, Coolmore purchased him for a big price. I think it's a $10 million bonus um, if he wins the slipper and another $15 million if he wins all of those big three group ones during the Sydney spring. Um, Sydney autumn, I should say, in the two-year-old races. So, um, yeah, it could be a big payday for those owners. It's better um, than... I think it's just, yeah. It's better than buying a ticket in uh, Tetzlotto, this sort of stuff. Just uh, yeah, go, well, go buy a racehorse. Yeah, there you go. If you know what? This, this horse... Well, Gay couldn't sell him. He was one of the last horses that they sold at the start of probably this time last year at the yearling sales. He was purchased at the Magic Million sales. So Gay, doing what only Gay could, put that horse on the float. She travelled it to Penrith from their Randwick stables. She got the horse out with another one. She was talking to some business people around the Penrith area. She walked the horse around the beer garden in this Penrith pub and said, you've got to buy this horse, guys. Wow. And then a group of mates, Bought um, a percentage of it um, of Storm Boy, and the rest is history. The rest is history. So you, you go to the pub, you listen to Gay, you have a couple of beers, farmer, <laughs> and then you buy a horse and you turn into a millionaire. Why didn't she walk into the term? Why didn't it's she walk into easy, the terminus yeah. when I was up there for the local steak night oh. on a Tuesday night? When we're up there. What a pub! Penrith is a pretty busy suburb in Sydney as well. Yeah. To allow a guy to pull up in a, with right. a horse load and have two horses just yeah. walking in the back. And, yeah. She's the queen. Um, she can do whatever she wants. She, is, she, she can she do whatever she wants. Uh, you're a good man. Oh, hang on, hang on. Oh. Just before we let you go. Um, yes, Gazy. Uh, third person congratulator of the, the year awards. It's early days and you, you ha- you've come out of the blocks pretty solid. This is the Saturday morning show. Um, yeah. Have you... How's your form? Are you, you know, you, you're feeling confident about yourself and the way you're going it's about very, it? I, sometimes I play up to it a little bit. You know, I'm a very <laughs> modest person. There's a lot of bigger egos in, in that, that right, organisation a... than me. But, but the problem that I've got is that mm. my producer, Jackson France, is a terrific young kid. He used to produce off the bench. And so my producer, and he didn't really listen to any other show, so... Whatever I did or yeah. the stuff up that I did, I got like I've got called out for it. So Jules right. the looks after you two because I listen to you a lot, and it's fair to say, it's fair to, it's fair to say, you do a lot more third person type of work than I ever done. Really, <laughs> very good point. You, make, actually. you know, no. Gaze, Gaze, he does it though, Gareth. He, there's a little no, secret. Yeah. He does it. I do the other he, stuff. He wants to get uh, identified for <laughs> yeah. Hutchie and Pickers' show, and he'll turn yeah. up on a Monday morning, and he's and he'll 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 bitch and moan for about ten minutes. Why didn't they get me in there? Why wasn't I in the Richies? Why aren't I in that? Yeah. And uh, he doesn't know. Yeah, fault. And um, I don't know if Jules is lazy. This is Jules the stoop. Or, no, um, you guys get upset because they I know he is. sometimes you get upset with the digital team if you say something you didn't mean to say. And they <laughs> that that, yeah, that happens all the time, mate. We don't mind going under. No, you should see him go upstairs when something pops up on sen.com.au that's been <laughs> yeah, no. slightly taken out of no. context. Bang! You've never seen a bike get to, going to, under. to the fifth floor as quickly as you have. And on the Saturday show, when it's your own words, I don't mind that. But when they start yes. making crap up, that's what really gets <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. oh dear. I don't man. think you've got a very good defense to say, say, well, you said it, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Hey, <laughs> uh, um, mate, thanks. As always, you always, uh, you always, uh, you're always good with your time, mate. We appreciate it enormously. Thanks, so. Have a oh, great weekend. What was my nickname at the start? G-Banger. 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 Yeah, it's a great nickname. <laughs>
Because you're uh, you're always bang on, and you know, you're the G man, the G man, the G banger. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, good man. Hey, have, a, have a great day. <laughs> you too. Have a great weekend, Gareth Hall, aka the G banger. We're going to get to the news from one superstar to another. Claudia Hollingsworth is going to join us. Uh, I don't want to say too much, but I don't want to say too much. Mm. But she might just be the next big thing in Australian uh, athletics. So we'll, we'll like catch up with her after a spectacular performance Lakeside yesterday. After this, very nice stuff. 25 minutes to five. Bit of athletics, footy. There's a heap of footy coming up. There's the quiz. We've got 10 Tiolis to whack our way through. So there's 10. 10. Mm. 10 Tiolis. And we will do it between now and six o'clock because we've got the extra half hour quiz. up our sleeve. Uh, so people to, are waiting all week for. Well, that's after five o'clock. So I won't have to wait for too much longer. And that's when old mate A Rod just goes to a new level. When uh, you Are there, A Rod? You got up this morning, as yes. you always do. Uh, I know you were playing golf this morning, so you didn't see anything from Riviera, did you? No, I, actually, I did when I got home because I, I start so oh, early. It was quite late. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I did. I saw Jason Day flying, uh, going airborne. along magnificently. May get back to number one in the world, Jason Tiger Day. Woo. May get shot back that... to number one in the world, Jason Day. Just remember, and, and, you and I think I'm with you there. I think he's up to twelve or thirteen. He's pretty high already. He's, he's but, in uh, such good form. Did you see Tiger Cam Woo? Cam Smith, by the way. Oh, sorry, Cam Davis. Yes, Cam Davis six under the card, tied Solid. for second. Solid. Solid. Rory absolutely pooping the bed. Dropped five shots in two holes. Rory double, then triple, or triple, then double, whatever it double, was. Double, then triple. Yep, double, what, what then did you triple. Make, what did you make of Tiger Shank on 18? It, it, it warms my heart when I see something like that because that's the sort of stuff that you and I do. Cold Shank from the middle of the fairway. Off the hosel. That's what happens. Yeah, bang. But then what about the recovery, Good. Andy? Good. Made Through the trees and found a gap where, the, you know, there was, just found a gap. That yeah. was there that... Um, he found a gap. He found a gap. So as we go to the... Br- what oh. are you looking for? Well, hey, Rod, this, I think oh, he can find a gap. Oh, I beg your pardon. Yeah, Rod, punch one out. Come on. Come on, Rod. It looks like he has found a place where he might be able to punch one out That's here. exactly so, what it was. So we're going to talk some track and field after this with rising young star of Australian oh, track and oh, field. Man. We're here for Berwick BMW. Committed to standing out from the crowd. Jump into your next mini at Berwick Mini Garage. As we go to the break... Tiger did shoot uh, forty uh, uh, plus one for one the over. round to be in a tie for 49. So he's got a bit of work to do. He did hit a cold shank from the middle of the fairway on uh, 18. As we go to the break, let's hear from the great man about that shank. Tiger, I'm not going to say the word, but on 18. Oh, I definitely. I shanked it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what happened there? And is that still a shock to the system for you when that happens? Well, my, my back was spasming in the last couple of holes and I was locking up. So um, I came down and, and it, it didn't move. And I presented Hosel first and uh, shanked it. When's the last time you hit a shank, Tiger? I think you can remember. It's been a while. It's definitely been a while. I mean, uh, other than trying to hit flop shots and other kind of weird shots around the greens, uh, not, not from the position I was at. Haven't heard back spasms mentioned. Um, have you dealt with them yes. recently at all during competition rounds? Not competition rounds, but at home, yes. At home, you have a lot. Yeah. Do you any, any idea why? It... Uh, because my back's fused. Keithy, last night down at uh, Lakeside, the Morrie Plant meet. It was there were over five thousand people. I had to drive past it last night. The vibe was magnificent. Clearly, going in there. And they came to see some of the big guns of um, Oceania Athletics doing their thing. And they weren't disappointed. Big guns all all over the place were doing their thing. Zoe Hobbs from New Zealand upset Tori Lewis. Ron Branding did his thing. Stewie McSwain 
did his thing. Liz Clay was winning. Nicola Ollie Slagers was doing her thing. Catherine Mitchell, was, she was winning. So all the big guns who have staked their claim on the international stage mm-hmm. uh, came to play and uh, and provided great entertainment and outstanding performances. But Keith, perhaps the show was stolen last night by an eighteen-year-old. That's right. Who eighteen? Eighteen-year-old mm-hmm. in the eight hundred meters who. Apparently, there's been a quiet spruik on. She's out of a very good stable, uh, and she announced herself last night against some outstanding uh, international uh, caliber athletes. She broke the two-minute barrier. Her name's Claudia Hollingsworth, and she's been good enough to join us. The day after what I, I imagine, Claudia, as we say, g'day to you, must have been a spectacular night for you. Thanks for joining us. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it was a um, pretty crazy night. It was such great atmosphere, and I was so lucky to be a part of it. Um, took me a while to get to get to sleep after it, but yeah, it was so exciting oh. to be racing in such a high field. And the performance, the time you ran, uh, was uh, was it a surprise to you? And we spoke about the atmosphere that was created there. Did that did that also help in uh, recording the time that you did? Yeah, definitely. Having such a big crowd there really. I'm sure cheers on every athlete and gives you that extra boost you need. And seeing the um, the fans and the young kids after the race really um, make you know shows you why you do the sport to inspire um, younger people. But um, the time I wasn't expecting to do it at um, last night at all. Obviously, going under two and trying to get that qualifying time is the the goal for everyone right now. But I wasn't expecting to do it um, last night at all. I was really really excited. Well, what is the qualifying time? Um. If I'm not mistaken, it's 159.3. So oh. not too far oh. off. 159.81. So, so have you got, I mean, clearly you think you've got that in you. Is it? Is it just a matter, now that you've broken that two-minute barrier and you set you know, another PB for yourself, is it only a matter of time now until you, until you get that Olympic qualifier? Oh, hopefully. I mean, that's obviously the end goal. I'll do everything I can to get in there and racing against such um, high-quality athletes like I was um, last night really will help to push to get that time. So hopefully I get another opportunity to um, get in another quick race. So what were your expectations? Take, take us to the start line. I know you spoke about this a little bit after the race last night, but you know, you've got national champions like Katrina Bissett. You've got international athletes like Lyndon Hall who you're on the start line against. What were your expectations going into that race? Um, I didn't uh, put any expectations on myself at all and neither did um, my coach, Craig. We sort of went into it very open-minded and just wanted to follow a simple plan, and um, which was just stick in the race and see how I go. It's first um, 800 of the season, so I wasn't quite sure what form um, of a quicker form I was in. Um, so I just didn't want to put too much pressure on myself and sort of just went in to have a bit of fun. I knew it was going to be quick, so... Um, I was hoping for a PB and wasn't sure it was going to be sub two, but um, just going in for a PB and to hang on and race those um, race those other girls. And, yeah, I wasn't expecting it, but I was really happy with the result. That's great. And how much of it is uh, strategic or, as opposed to well, just racing the race depending on what your opponents do? Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess a lot of races can um, become strategic. Uh, everyone's going for the time at the moment, so they're trying to be quite um, – quick overall but um I like to just um sit in and not get too ahead of myself and lead or get a bit too nervous and um sort of break away I just like to get in and feel the race out but um you can definitely feel there's a few um different strategies between each athlete and whatever works for 
each individual athlete will work for them, but I just like to sit in and feel the race out before making any decisions. <laughs> We're talking to Claudia Hollingsworth, who uh, grabbed the headlines last night in the Morrie plant at, mm. down there at Lakeside. 800, 800 or 1,500, Claudia, have you got a preference? Uh, no, I was definitely aiming for the 15 this season. That's what all my um, training has been reflected over the last uh, couple of months. But um, after doing that 800, I might have to huh. re-chat to Craig and see what we're going <laughs> to aim for. But um, we'll, I'll just keep doing the 15 for now. But that 800 was definitely exciting and um, might change a few things around for sure. Yeah, right. We've got a great mentor there and coach in Craig uh, Mottram. He's achieved enormous things. Big Melbourne Tigers fam- Big Melbourne Tigers family. My word, they are. And uh, how's he been? Does he... His methods, is is it uh, something, has he got some tricks up the sleeve for you? <laughs> um, maybe not um, tricks, um, but he's just so supportive and will support me at, um, throughout, you know, every race and the good and the bad, which I really appreciate. And we're such a good team and um, have the similar goals in the way we work in training and um yeah, I think we just work really well as a team and I always trust him, trust the process and to have someone in your corner, you know, you can trust and just follow their follow their plan and know it works for both of you is um, really reassuring for sure. Now, it takes a lot to be a world-class athlete like you are and the, the time and, and the, the commitment you, you've got to put in. What is that type of time? How, like, what's your routine? How, how often do you have to, to uh, be on the track practising? Yeah, it um, does take a lot, a lot of time up. That's why I'm um, really excited to go into this season, just finishing coming out of school. So I have more time to really focus on the small things like recovery that can sometimes be um, pushed away because all those things are so important. Um, but getting up early and training in the morning with the team and um, we normally have physio about three times a week and uh, lots of recovery some, and then just cross-training in the afternoon. So training normally twice twice a day, um, most days, and then getting some gym and recovery in there in between where I can. <laughs> and he, it, it, mm. I mean, we, we know it's a, it's a numbers game and you've got to get times and to qualify, but how often do you find yourself, you know, when you're on the recovery bench or doing the slow yeah. laps in warm down or with the water work or whatever it might be, how often are you starting to have the mind wandered to, to Paris and what's just around the corner? Yeah, it, it wanders a bit sometimes. I try to bring it back to uh, reality and what's coming up in the next race and just taking it sort of race by race and um, keeping everything into perspective. But obviously being the Olympic year, it's so exciting and I'm sure so many athletes are dreaming of that as well and it's definitely a dream of mine. But um don't want to put too much pressure on myself at the moment and just take things, you know, race by race and keep it into perspective so Perfect. I um sort of drive for each race rather than looking too far into the future. Perfect. And it's an ultimate carrot to be out there and to pull on a green and gold jersey and represent your oh, country. Yes, you well know, Keith. The Olympic Flag game. bearer, captain of Australia, <laughs> I mean, gee whiz. Handy, come on. It's yeah, not... Well. No, no, but gee I was whiz, just mate. wanted to ask you, though, because my understanding is these days with athletes like yourself, has there been any other codes that have come your way and suggested that you know, you might want to try their sport, like the AFLW. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, I definitely love playing footy. I played it so much when I was younger and um, really loved the sport. It was a bit of a hard decision to give that away. Um, love the team side of it. Um, definitely was hard decision not to continue that, and I had a few 
few people reach out to come play for and things like that. But um, Ooh, okay, it's too um, running at the moment, so. Well, yeah, that's, that's um, part of the moment, but you never know. Claudia, just wherever yes. you go, wherever your athletics takes you, just pack a Sharon, take the footy with you, have a kick. And, you I know, don't and get the, distracted, though. No, no, no. Just you can always go back to that. You can never – This rep- is what I'm saying. Get Olympic a cup, games get a, don't come around all that often, couple, Andy. Don't cu- distract Claudia. Claudia, get a couple of Olympiads under your belt. Okay. Uh, by the time you get through Paris and wherever 20 – where are we in 28? Where are we in 2018? Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Go to Los Angeles. Get get a bit of metal around Hang your neck. Hang on to so Brisbane. That, so that when you wander around, you've got the metals that clink uh, whenever you walk around town. Uh, you'll be 24, 25 years of age by then. There'll be plenty of time to turn your attention to footy thereafter. But uh, in the, yeah, who do you barrack for, by the way? Have you, have you latched onto one on the way through? Uh, back for Richmond. Mm, well, Love the it. Tigers. Right. some success. Well, we were... Mm, we're enjoying spoiled. it. We were enjoying your company. No, there's uh, nothing wrong with that. Ah, uh, come on now. No, come on now. Uh, we're Hawthorne and Carlton supporters in here, Claudia. So we would have liked you to have wanted oh, to come no. and play for our teams. But anyway, mm. hey, um, all the very best. No, nah, we love everything it. about this kid. Mm. She's a superstar. Off to Canberra, March two. Clearly, there's a bit of conversation to be had about whether it's the eight hundred or the fifteen hundred. Uh, I'm sure or you'll both. or both maybe. Uh, you'll talk to Craig about all of that. Well done last night. It was uh, it was super stuff. Hey, hey, what do you, just before yeah. you go too, because Craig Motram, I think still has the record for running the tan. No doubt he does. Do you uh, have you done the tan track and and what type of what, what type of pace do you go around the tan in? <laughs> I have done it once. I've got to say it was probably my worst experience of racing. Oh. I did not enjoy it at all. <laughs> Um, definitely not um, anywhere near race time or anywhere on the board. I've done it once in the Run the Tan race, which was a lot of fun. Okay. Um, loved the event, but I, I didn't quite enjoy the course. <laughs> you <laughs> you can blow yourself up going up that Anderson Street Hill a bit too start, hard. you got to start going up. And then you've got the, the lactics burning when you're up, going up a, past then the shrine. It's downhill from there. Yeah, but you could be gone by then. The legs are dead by then. <laughs> Uh, you Depends got, if you've got the heart determination Claudia, to power through. You've got bigger fish to fry than all of that, Claudia. Uh, we wish you all the very best. Yes. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for having Good me. Good luck. Superstar. Claudia Hollingsworth is the name. Remember it. 1423. My poo 1423. That is quick. Thank you very much. Well done to you. Thank you very much. I think Mots did it in nine or something, wasn't it? Was it nine? Yeah, I think 11's the best for oh, women 11. too. No, nine for mods, but 11 for, for women, I think. Okay. Might be the best, but anyway. Mm. There you go. Love it. Love the sound. Uh, I can just picture in my head uh, Tony Barber dancing out uh, in front of the three contestants, a packed audience, and just... Oh, and really who's his, uh, Who's the sidekick? Uh, was it Green? Uh, what's her name? Uh, Green? Green? Uh... uh Green, Mrs. Miss Green, <laughs> Green. I know it was Green. I can't remember her first name. But um, anyway, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Fantastic. If you want to Elise, Elise Platt was. Uh, if you I think to, she was there. Yeah, she might have been there for was a, a few there that no, went. Well, no, there was a the skinny, sort of dark-headed girl there for, for the main one, wasn't she? Uh, I can't remember her name. Judy Green. No, no, no. It wasn't Judy Green. No, Judy Green I'm, was. What's the not the one I'm thinking of? Anyway, it doesn't okay. matter. Anyway, it does, we'll, really doesn't matter. We don't have any of that. Um... It wasn't Michael Roberts either. <laughs> no. no, Michael Roberts was one of the models. Yeah, he was on the they... sale of Century. He was doing the models. Yeah, that's what yeah, Tony yeah. Barber was. Yeah, but the, it wasn't Delvine. Del- was it Delvine Delaney? She was there for a while. It was Delvine. Delvine Delaney did it for a while, not Judy Green. 
I, I think was, Judy Green was there. She was one of the models. Delvin, didn't he ever? Like, it doesn't matter. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you want to get on the no, if you want to yes. get on the line and have a crack at the quiz, now is the time to do it. And, and it's a good time to jump on because we have got prizes. We've got eighteen holes of golf for you and a mate with a cart. Get eighteen holes of golf for everyone else for two with drinks and a cart midweek for just ninety nine dollars. Outstanding. Visit clubmandalaycocktail.com.au. Uh, you're also going to win a Signet Boost Power Bank valued at $44.95. Uh, a Signet Boost Power Bank will keep your phone, tablet, and earbuds powered 24 hours a day. That's right. And and here is the, the, the big ticket item a Samsonite Marcus Eco Backpack. Oh, bang. Andy, these things, they're high quality oh, and no. they're valued at $249. And Holy Christ. I know. And wait, there's more. Courtesy of the very fine people at Big W, a pair of Gazy's shoes. They're available at Gazy! Big W. 39 <laughs> 39 bucks for the adults and uh, around 35 to 39 somewhere in there for the kids. The magnificent value. So about the same price then? Uh, similar. Right, okay. Very yeah, similar. Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, because, um, so that's all on offer. There's not as much shoe, so shouldn't it be cheaper? No, because it, the, the, it's not the as time much material. and effort to go into it. But less material. Oh, very marginal. Okay. It's marginal, I guess, unless you're talking. The... Nikki Buckley was. The... She was there for a while, but there was a dark headed one. I can't remember her name. Victoria, Can you hear me, Victoria, Victoria Nichols. Nichols. Thank you. That's uh, Thank courtesy you, Temper of family. 102, Thank Nick. you, Temper family. Joe Bailey was there for a while as well, Is coming off the Temper. Tony Barber? I think she was. No. Joe Bailey. No, she was uh, Glenn, Glenn Ridge operator. Ah, but she was on Sale of Century. She wasn't with Tony Barber, No, that's though. true, but she's still part of the Sale of Century family. Well, that's true, but we're talking Tony Barber days. Okay. Well, we've Cold got a quiz. Him. We do this every Friday. Cold, and what it is, I've got He's 10 questions. Cold, it's the week that was quiz, we like to call it. And if you answer the 10th question correctly, you're going to pick up all four of those magnificent surprises. They are superb. Uh, and we're going to start out in Preston. Preston with John. Mm-hmm. Good afternoon, John Boy. Okay, boys, how are you? Uh, we're jumping, Johnny. Flying along. We're, uh, we've got a lot of callers here, John. You're going to have to run the table to pick up the prize. And we've got. Not a problem. And, and the way this works, if you haven't played before, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask a question, and then you've got five seconds. Andrew Marr has got the oh, timer, yes. and he's very strict. And last week, there was a lot of controversy that went to social media. They did. It did. Uh, that somebody was claiming. That uh, they, they were said the answer. Yeah, before the clock. So don't. My advice to you is don't run the no, gauntlet. No. Get not the a, answer out nice and early. Not unless, of course, you want to trend on social media. Uh, <laughs> hey, Johnny, I'm going to start with you. The very first question. These are all topics that we've seen throughout the course of the week, or somehow they're linked to what's taken place in all the goings on throughout the course of the week. And the first question away. Which Australian bowler took five wickets on the opening day of the women's test match between Australia and South Africa at the Wacker? Darcy Brown. Bang. And that was crisp. See? It was Strong. to the point. Yep. There was no umming and now. Ash Gardner has just been knocked over uh, by Nadine de Klerk League before wicket. She's gone upstairs to... Uh, okay, the DRS. It looked, it looked pretty plumb to me. Mm. I'd be surprised if this is overturned on review. <laughs> That's right. Unless she's got a two for two, two, okay. two. Anyway, we'll keep an eye hey, on John, and I'll get back to you. Uh, yeah, you're in the car, you're in Preston, and you're going along beautifully. Captain, 
Alisa oh, Healy. going on with you? Oh, gee, Alisa Healy, sorry. Captain Alisa Healy oh. was dismissed for 99. Which well, Australian woman was dismissed for 99 in the Ashes Test against England last year? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it's, come on, superstar. Bye-bye. Sorry. He gone. Sorry. Sorry. Jesse the Body Ventura is in Glen Iris. Jess. Jess. G'day, guys. He's ah, there. there you He's are. definitely there. Captain Elisa Healy was dismissed for 99. Which Australian woman was dismissed for 99 in the Ashes Test against England last year? Uh, we'll go um, Alyssa Perry. Alyssa Perry. Correct. You, he corrected A lot of Alyssa's and Alyssa's. I'm, I'm happy to go he with that. He corrected I'll that. go with that. Well done. Question three. Well done, Jess. Name the coach. Oh, ho, ho. Name the coach of the Illawarra Hawks. Oh, ho. Tatum. Well done. Pay it. Well, it's his name, isn't it? It is. Yeah. There's two names. There's a... Oh, well, you didn't specify you knew the Christian name and the surname. I did not. No. Justin Tatum, well done to you. Pay that. Which nation won the Asian Cup? Jordan. No. Mm. You they, cry, you um, cry, you no, cry. they didn't. And just on that with Jordan, did you hear about it? Uh, uh, um, Julio's boy's son? They they won the Jordan won the semi final against a Korea, mm. and Son. Damaged his finger badly because before the, the the night before the game, they were all hanging around the dinner table, and it's a time where they usually have the team bonding and they mm-hmm. get ready for the the big semi final game ahead. Well, a couple of the young fellas on the team, including the uh, the star that plays with um in in Paris Saint Germain, can't remember his name, okay. but anyway, uh, he was there and they were rushing their food, and because they you know why they wanted to go play table tennis. Well, Son wasn't hearing this, okay. so he bobbed up and he said, hey, 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 and, and, and they said, no, no, and they actually had a go at Son, Ooh. so Son stood up oh. and said, no, 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 you're going to take your time. And it was an argy-bargy, full-on fight, and in the, in the fracas, the finger. he's completely dislocated his finger. Oh, blimey. Anyway, what? that was just a little sidebar. That's a nice piece of information for the quiz. Andrew got is the extra in- half hour, so if you've got any more oh. of that stuff. Just oh, I introduce. Can go, I could bang out an hour. Yeah, no, no just introduce. It. And I don't even need the quiz to do that. Andrew, it'd be perhaps not the most riveting radio, but <laughs> Andrew is in Haddon. Andrew, good afternoon to you, my friend. Yeah, good afternoon. I've just given you a bucket load of time to get on Google. Which nation won uh, the Asian Cup, please? <laughs> Qatar. Well Excellent. Did you know that? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, well, yeah. He said Qatar, so presumably. No, but I didn't know, know whether he Googled it to find the answer. Oh, okay. Because I did have a right. somewhat lengthy story about no, I liked Son. it. It was a good yarn. Thank you. Good yarn. Uh, question five Which Western Bulldog veteran and vice captain last year was left out of the leadership mm. group for the 2024 season? Mm. Yeah, Jack McRae. Away. Yeah, I'm liking brother. everything He's... about Not what the you're dogs, delivering. The on. dogs, if you know what I mean. No, I don't. His brother uh, went beautiful in the intra club the other night. Andrew and Haddon is flying start by the dogs for the We've pies. Got some really crisp answers. Might We're up to question the six. What big question? Collingwood SSP. What is that? Supplementary stand? player. Supplementary player. What's the first supplementary? Special supplementary. 
<laughs> you know what we mean, don't you, Andrew? Collingwood SSP Andrew signing. Is correct. <laughs> SSP signing. Lockie Sullivan was the captain of which VFL club last season? Uh, the Bulldogs. Correct. Excellent. What a start by the dogs. Now, what a start by Andrew from yes, Haddon. Nice. Flying. Super Bowl. Tom Brady played in how many Super Bowl wins? Oh, yeah, got that. Uh, five. No, Andrew. He no. tried and he tried. Uh, Matt is in rural bark. Matthew? Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, hey. Great. hey, Matt, it's a beautiful day, and I hope everything's going well in Mural Bark. Tom Brady played, this is question seven, How Tom Brady played in how many Super Bowl wins? Six. Nope. No, sir. Michael is in Waffle. I'm sorry to say again, it's my... <laughs> Michael's in Waffle Glen. What? M- Waffle Glen. Not you. Oh. Uh, Michael, good um, afternoon. I just pulled up to the Tay Tay concert. There's thousands of people. Oh, are you going tonight? You're a lucky man. Oh, Mickey, it's going to be a special. What a night for it. Four, four, four races in the front. Everybody. Oh, oh Mickey. Oh, get your phone out. There'll be some special uh, yes. social media. Nice on the gram, that sort of stuff. Special. Love it. What's your favourite nice. Tay Tay song, Michael? Shake it off. Yeah, that'll do. Cruel. What about, the one, that goes, what about the one that goes for 12 minutes? Is she got one that goes oh, for twelve? Oh yeah, the my kids just love What's it. What's the real ballad that early days she did, Mike? Do you know it? That, that, no, Cardigan. that's not it. Huh? Cardigan. It, that, Great song. Right. Well, it's going to be a cracking day uh, evening for you. But by all reports, it is a very special three-hour show. She bangs on. Incredible. That's the uh, stamina. She's dancing up there too, Andy. Oh, mate, she's powerhouse. And uh, the songs, classics. Love everything about it. Well, yes. Michael, good luck. Enjoy yourself. But hang on. There's business to take care of here in yes. the quiz. This would just make for a special you know, evening, wasn't when it? when I think about people going to the Tay-Tay concert, I, I think there'd be a lot of them listening to this quiz right now who are lining up, <laughs> ready to go into the MC. Oh, there'd be a so lot of sure Tay-Tay. be a lot of Taylor Swift followers mm. listening to your quiz, desperate to get in, uh, get on the line. I like it when she goes a little bit... Yep, Swifties love the quiz. Likes to get a little bit angry as well. Was it Bad Blood? Was that the name of the song? It was one of her boyfriends and she just ripped oh, She's written songs about all the boyfriends. Ripping. Oh, the song about uh, uh, Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal. Right. She just eviscerates the bloke. <laughs> well, she doesn't Evisa- use his name. Eviscerates the right. bloke. Right. What about the one that you um, when he says, Oh, you're too young oh, you're too young for me? Yeah. Well, how about you tell me that before we start going out, right. you goose? Yeah. Yeah, no, good on her. No, no, that's true. Although This is great banter. Oh, it is good that. banter. It is. Yeah. It's very good banter on a Friday. Well, what's the um what's the guy, the superstar guy that was <laughs> that come together um that she dated for a while? He's, See Judd. No, yeah. he's gone solo now yeah, from yeah, the mega band, yeah, the mega yeah, boy yeah, band. Yeah, yeah, Harry Styles, wasn't it? Yeah, Harry Styles. They He's, went out together. He does a mighty fine track as well. Harry Styles. I went to the Harry Styles concert. Right. It was outstanding. Okay. Outstanding. Well, Michael. <laughs> Mate, Michael. Um, if, uh, was uh, Glenn A. Baker does the movies. Hey, Michael, Harry Styles, no, he does he, he rock does your boat like uh, Tay-Tay does? Um, no, not really, but Tay-Tay does in pink. So pink. Well, oh, she's, she's in town what too. What about pink yeah. the other night? What about what happened to her up in Sydney? Pink's yeah, going to. Yeah, she got refused. 
Unbelievable. Like she didn't have, a, didn't have ID. No, no. What Pink, are you talking Pink about? Pink has made a booking. Mick knows the story. Pink's made a booking yeah. to yes. go to a restaurant. Yes. You need ID to get in. She's got to the restaurant and said, oh, we booked a table. And they yeah. said, oh, can we see your ID? And she said, oh, well, I haven't got any ID on us. And she, they've gone, so you can't come in. And she's gone, excuse me. Did she go with, my you name, know who I am? Well, my name, I'm Pink. I'm Pink. Well, there's not too many people like, oh, I am mm. Pink. So there's She might have been sort of camouflaged, no, though, because no, she didn't want no, all the hordes no, of fans. No, no, Mick's all over it. And I'm, well, Mick, did you see the other, I think it was she's in Brisbane, that they've got the um, the, the, the lady that's pregnant and they had a, a pregnancy like your my daughter. daughter's going. It will happen at the Pink concert, oh, apparently. Oh, no, she popped it out. Oh, Mick. Did anyway. she pop it out at the concert? Yes. They had oh. to stop. Yeah, they, yep. she, she named it. She named her daughter Pink. Oh, blimey. Uh, yeah. Might be a bit extreme. Well, what, I don't what, know whether I'd... What's Courtney's... Has she got a plan in case it happens tonight while she's she at the concert? She said she's holding on. She refuses. She doesn't well, care. Well, she may not have her say in the matter. Well, that's true. Hey, uh, Little Michael... Little baby Andrew might want to come out. Oh, I don't know. be I named after Andrew's me. I'm not a doctor. I'm no, not, not a biomechanist. <laughs> Andrew, uh, sorry, uh, Mount Michael, we're up to question seven. That was a good conversation, though. Tom Brady yeah. played... Yeah, good it on is. you, Mick. All on just... Yeah. Hang on, Taylor, 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 just on the quiz. Just hang on a sec. <laughs> no, she right. loves it. Big fan of the show. Tom Brady played in how many Super Bowl wins, please? Seven. Well done. Correct. Everyone forgets the Tampa Bay one. Okay. Here we, now, this will get you. Hopefully, you know a little bit about the NBA hoops and the Australian players. Which boomer mm-hmm. suffered a knee injury, I think it was a meniscus, in the NBA this week, which will likely see him miss the Olympic Games? Oh, yeah. He's gone. Oh, he oh, gone. Bello, Bello, Mick. Sorry, Mick. And look, we may have stolen that from another show, but it doesn't matter. Matt, uh, no, it's you saying it. I know, but I did hear it from another podcast. Okay. okay. He gone. That's it. Hey, Matt, uh, Matt's in Strathmore. Good afternoon, Matt. G'day, Australia. Oh, G'day, guys. Uh, we're flying along. Going great. <laughs> um, hey, you're not off to, to the um, Tay-Tay concert, are you? Not a chance, lads. Okay, that's oh, okay. That's right. Which boomer suffered a knee injury in the NBA this week, which will likely see him miss the Olympics? Oh, Daisy, I'm all over the NBA, but I have not caught up with oh, this. Come I'm, on. hope I'm wrong, but I'm going to go Dante. No, it wasn't Dante. Jeez, you gave him a lot of latitude. Uh, well, I said was... Babal, and then he, you okay. still didn't get the answer I'm going to have to reinforce So what if this... the answer had been the right answer? Then, then I'm the bad bloke. I would throw it back to you. Yeah, and then you I'm make... the bad bloke. Okay, well, well you get... get then just respond. Get A-Rod Ray to cut him off then. Oh, that's just going to cut the bloke off, are Okay. We? I, um, that's a nice way to treat Adam the Adam is in Pasco Vale. Let's good afternoon, off. Ads. How's it going, boys? At yes. Amo. A-Rod. Not A-Rod. Adam. Oh, you could be. out. Adam, which boomer suffered a knee injury in the NBA this week, which will likely see him miss the Olympics? I heard this earlier today. Dyson Daniels. It is. Well done. Well done. Well done. Question nine. You're two answers away from all the prizes. How many finals did Michael Voss win as Brisbane Lions coach? Oh, Rocky. I'm going to go zero. I'm going to go zero. I can't accept that answer. Uh, Thanks for playing along, Ads. Tim is in Brighton. Why the pause? Well, I'm just seeing what uh, Tim's doing. Tim, okay. good afternoon. G'day, Gacy. I reckon Michael probably mortgaged his house being four rows from the front of the Tay-Tay. Yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah, true. That's a good point. Oh, sometimes you just get lucky. They just, uh, you know, the fee there and you just, you're first in, you get the best uh, available. Well, good on him. That's, yep. That's good for him. 
fast internet. Spot on, Tim. How many finals did Michael <laughs> Voss well. win as Brisbane Lions coach? A donut? No, no, that is incorrect. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. Please jump on the line because oh, this could oh, sort a few is. out. Cam is in Richmond. Oh, Cam, hopefully this is correct. <laughs> Cam, 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 Cam. Uh, one. Oh, I, I didn't even have to ask the question. Correct, Cam. Hey, Cam, we're now down to the money question. You get this right. You're excited. That's right. Feel these nipples. You get all four. Here we go. Uh, Cam, which Victorian batter made 196 against New South Wales in the Marsh Cup on Valentine's Day? Oh, no. Uh, one This might sort a few out as well. And Neil is in Port Melbourne. Mm. Neil. Hey, fellas. Hey, oh, Neil. Geez, we're coming up to a hard out here. Which Victorian batter made 196 against New South Wales oh, in the no. Marsh Cup on Valentine's Day? Hughes. No. No, no that's Eaton played for the other mob. No, that is... Uh, uh, Keith. Yes? We're coming up to a hard out here, so this is unprecedented. What are you talking the, about? The quiz is going to have to extend beyond the ad break. Oh, this no, I'm is... telling you, it has to. We have to get to a hard out because of our South Australian well, brothers and sisters. Well, they're going to Google it now, aren't they? We're on a national grid. Well, Every one, three, again, hundred, we have to do seven, three, for six, seven, three, people, six. For the good people in Mount Gambia. Oh, so, geez. you know, if you want to have a crack at the quiz, you've got a little reprieve here. Get on the line and you've got a chance to oh, win the whole booty the whole next. Up. Love it. Love the sound. Uh, I can just picture in my head Tony Barber dancing out in front of... The three contestants, a packed audience, and just oh, – And who's his, uh, Who's the sidekick? Uh, was it Green? Uh, what's her name? Uh, Green? Green? Uh, Green. Mrs. Miss Green? <laughs> green. I know it was Green. I can't remember her first name. But um, Anyway, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you want to Elise, get on the... Elise Platt was, uh, if you I want think to... she was there. Yeah, she might have been there for There was a few there that no, went. Well, no, there was a that skinny sort of dark-headed girl there for, for the main one, wasn't she? Uh, I can't remember her name. Judy Green. No, no, no. It wasn't Judy Green. Uh, Judy Green I'm... was. What's the, not the one I'm thinking of. Anyway, it doesn't okay. matter. Anyway, it does, we... really doesn't matter. We don't have any of that. Um... It wasn't Michael Roberts either. <laughs> no. no, Michael Roberts was one of the models. Yeah, he was on when the they... Sale of Century. He was doing the model. Yeah, that's what yeah, Tony yeah. Barber was. Yeah, but the, it wasn't Delveen Delaney. Was it Delveen Delaney? She was there for a while. It was Delveen. Delveen Delaney did it for a while, not Judy Green. I, I think was, Judy Green was there. She was one of the models. Delvin didn't he have a – look, it doesn't matter. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you want to get on the no, if you want to yes. get on the line and have a crack at the quiz, now is the time to do it. And, and it's a good time to jump on because we have got prizes. We've got eighteen holes of golf for you and a mate with a cart. Get eighteen holes of golf for everyone else for two with drinks and a cart midweek for just ninety nine dollars. Outstanding. Visit clubmandalay.com.au. Uh, you're also going to win a Signet Boost Power Bank valued at $44.95. Uh, a Signet Boost Power Bank will keep your phone, tablet, and earbuds powered. 24 hours a day. That's right. And and here is the, the, the big ticket item. A Samsonite Marcus Eco Backpack. Oh, Andy, these things, they're high quality oh, and no. they're valued at $249. Yeah. And Holy Christ. I know. And wait, there's more. 
courtesy of the very fine people at Big W, a pair of Gazy's shoes. They're available at Gazy! Big W. 39 <laughs> Thirty-nine bucks for the adults, and uh, around thirty-five to thirty-nine, somewhere in there for the kids. The magnificent oh, value. So about the same price then. Ah, uh, similar. Right, okay. Very yeah, similar. Yeah, right, yeah. Because um, so that's all on offer. There's not as much shoe, so shouldn't it be cheaper? No, because it, the, the, it's not the as time much and effort to go into it, but less material. Oh, very marginal. Okay, it's marginal. Right. I guess unless you're talking though. Nikki Buckley was. The, she was there for a while, but there was a dark-headed one. I can't remember her name. Victoria, 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 Victoria Nichols. Thank you. That's uh, Thank courtesy you, of family. one zero two. Thank Nick. you, Temper family. Joe Bailey was there for a while as well, Is coming off the Temper. Tony Barber. Oh. I think she was. No, Joe Bailey. No, she was that uh, Glen Glen Ridge operator. Ah, but she was on Sale of the Century. She wasn't with Tony Barber. No, that's though. true. But she's still part of the Sale of the Century family. Well, that's true. But we're talking Tony Barber days. Okay. Well, we've got a quiz. We do this every Friday. And what it is, I've got He's 10 questions. It's the week that was quiz, we like to call it. And if you answer the 10th question correctly, you're going to pick up all oh. four of those magnificent superb. prizes. They are superb. Uh, and we're going to start out in Preston. Preston with John. Mm-hmm. Good afternoon, John Boy. G'day, boys. How are we? Uh, we're jumping, Johnny. Flying yeah, along. We're, uh, we've got a lot of callers here, John. You're going to have to run the table to pick up the prize. And we've got, and, and the way this works, if you haven't played before, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask a question, and then you've got five seconds. Andrew Marr has got the oh, timer, yes. and he's very strict. And last week, there was a lot of controversy that went to social media. They did. It did. Uh, that somebody was claiming that uh, they, they were said the answer. Yeah, before the clock. So don't, my advice to you is don't run the no, gauntlet. No. Get not the a, answer out nice and early. Not unless, of course, you want to trend on social media. Uh, <laughs> hey, Johnny, I'm going to start with you. The very first question. These are all topics that we've seen throughout the course of the week or somehow they're linked to what's taken place in all the goings-on throughout the course of the week. And the first question, away. Which Australian bowler took five wickets on the opening day of the women's test match between Australia and South Africa at the Wacker? Darcy Brown. Bang. And that was crisp. See? It was Strong. to the point. Yep. There was no arming. And Ash Gardner has just been knocked over uh, by Nadine de Klerk League before wicket. She's gone upstairs to... Uh, okay, the DRS. It looked, it looked pretty plumb to me. Mm. I'd be surprised if this is overturned on a review. <laughs> That's right. Unless she's got a two for two, two, two. Anyway, we'll keep an eye on it. I'll get back to you. Uh, you're in the car. You're in Preston, and you're going along beautifully. Captain Elisa. Oh, what's he- going on with you? Oh, geez, Healy, sorry. Captain Elisa Healy oh. was dismissed for 99. Which Australian well, woman was dismissed for 99 in the Ashes Test against England last year? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it's come on, superstar. Bye bye. Sorry. 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 Jesse, the body Ventura is in Glen Iris. Jess. Jess. G'day, guys. He's there. He's definitely there. Captain Elisa Healy was dismissed for 99. Which Australian woman was dismissed for 99 in the Ashes Test against England last year? Uh, we'll go um, Alyssa Perry. Alyssa Perry. Correct. You, you corrected A lot of Elises and Elises. I'm, I'm happy to go He corrected I'll that. go with that. Well done. Question three. Well done, Jess. Name the coach. Oh, ho, ho. 
Name the coach of the Illawarra Hawks. Oh. Tatum. Well done. Pay it. Well, it's his name, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. There's two names. There's a. Oh, well, you didn't specify you knew the Christian name and the surname. I did not. No. Justin Tatum. Well done to you. Pay that. Which nation won the Asian Cup? Jordan. No. Mm. You cry, you um, cry, you no, cry. No, I didn't. And just on that with Jordan, did you hear about it? Uh, uh, um, Julio's boy, Son? They they won the Jordan won the semi final against a Korea, mm. and Son damaged his finger badly because before the, the the night before the game they were all hanging around the dinner table, and it's a time where they usually have the team bonding and they mm-hmm. get ready for the the big semi final game ahead. Well, a couple of the young fellas on the team, including the uh, the star that plays with um in in Paris. Saint Germain can't remember his name, okay. but anyway, uh, he was there, and they were rushing their food, and because they, you know, why they wanted to go play table tennis. Well, Son wasn't hearing this, okay. so he bobbed up and he said, "Hey, hey," and 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 they said, "No, no," and they actually had a go at Son. Ooh. So Son stood up oh. and said, "No, no, no, you're going to take your time," and it was an argy bargy, full on fight, and in the in the fracas, finger, he's completely dislocated his finger. Oh, blimey! Anyway. What? That was just a little sidebar. That's a nice piece of information for the quiz. Andrew got is the extra in... half hour. So if you've got any more oh. of that stuff, just oh, introduce. I, can go, it. I could bang out an hour. Yeah, no, no just introduce. It. And I don't even need the quiz to do that. Andrew, it'd be perhaps not the most riveting radio, but <laughs> Andrew is in Haddon. Andrew, good afternoon to you, my friend. Yeah, good afternoon. I've just given you a bucket load of time to get on Google. Which nation won oh. the Asian Cup, please? <laughs> Qatar. Bang. Well Excellent. Did you know that? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, well, yeah. He said Qatar, so presumably. No, but I didn't, didn't know whether he Googled it to find the answer. Oh, okay. Because I did have a right. somewhat lengthy story about no, I liked Son. it. It was a good yarn. Thank you. Good yarn. Uh, question five Which Western Bulldog veteran and vice captain last year was left out of the leadership mm. group for the 2024 season? Mm. Yeah, Jack McRae. Away. Yeah, I like everything he's about not what the you're dogs, delivering. But- the dogs, if you know what I mean. No, I don't. His brother uh, went beautiful in the intra club the other night. Andrew and Haddon is flying What a start by the dogs. For the We've pies. got some really crisp answers. What We're up to question the six. Might be a question. Collingwood SSP. What is that? Supplementary Dan? player. Supplementary player. What's the first? Supplementary. Special supplementary. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we mean, don't you, know, Andrew? Collingwood SSP signing. Correct. <laughs> SSP signing. Lockie Sullivan mm. was the captain of which VFL club last season? Uh, the Bulldogs. Correct. Well Excellent. What a start by the Dogs. Now, what a start by Andrew from yes, Haddon. Nice. Flying. Super Bowl. Tom Brady played in how many Super Bowl wins? Yeah, got that. Uh, Five. No, Andrew. He no. tried and he tried. Uh, Matt is in rural bark. Matthew? Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, Matt, hey. hey, Matt. It's a beautiful day, and I hope everything's going well in rural bark. Tom Brady played. This is question seven. How Tom Brady played in how many Super Bowl wins? Six. Mm-mm. Nope. No, sir. 
Michael is in Waffle. I'm sorry to say again, it's my Zach. <laughs> Michael's in Waffle Glen. What? M- Waffle Glen. Not you. Oh. Uh, Michael, good I'm, afternoon. I've just pulled up to the Tay Tay concert. There's thousands of people. Oh, oh you're going tonight? You're a lucky man. Oh, Mickey, it's going to be a special one. What a night for it. Four, four, four races in the front. Everybody. Oh, oh Mickey. Get your phone out. There'll be some special uh, social media. Nice on the gram, that sort of stuff. Love it. What's your favourite Tay-Tay song, Michael? Shake it off. Yeah, that'll do. Shake it off. What about the one that that goes for 12 minutes? Has she got one that goes for 12? Oh, yeah. My kids just love it. What's the real ballad that early days she did, Michael? Do you know it? No, that's not it. Huh? Cardigan. Great song. Right. Well, it's going to be a cracking day uh, evening for you. But by all reports, it is a very special three-hour show. She bangs on, incredible. That's the uh, stamina. <laughs> she's dancing up there too, Andy. Oh, mate, she's powerhouse. And uh, the songs, classics. Love everything about it. Well, yes, Michael. Good luck. Enjoy yourself. But hang on, there's business to take care of here in yes. the quiz. This would just make for a special you know, evening. Wasn't when it? I think about people going to the Tay Tay concert, mm, I, I think there'd be a lot of them listening to this quiz right now who are lining up, <laughs> ready to go into the MC. Oh, there'd be a so lot of Tay Tay. Be a lot of Taylor Swift followers mm. listening to your quiz, desperate to get in, uh, get on the line. I like it when she goes a little bit. Yep. Swifties love the quiz. Likes to get a little bit angry as well. Was it Bad Blood? Was that the name of the song? It was one of her boyfriends and she just ripped oh, She's him. written songs about all the boyfriends. Ripped him. Oh, the song about uh, uh, Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal. Right. She just eviscerates the bloke. <laughs> well, she doesn't Evisc- use his name. Eviscerates the right. bloke. What about the one that you know when he says, Oh, you're too young oh, you're too young for me? Yeah. Well, how about you tell me that before we start going out, right. you goose? Yeah. Yeah, no, good on her. No, no, that's true. Although This is great banter. Oh, it is good that. banter. It is. Yeah. It's very good banter on a Friday. Yeah, well, what's the um what's the guy, the superstar guy that was <laughs> that come together um that she dated for a while? He's, C Judd. No, yeah. he's gone solo now yeah, from the yeah, mega yeah, band, the yeah, mega yeah, boy yeah, band. Yeah, yeah, one, Harry Styles, wasn't it? Yeah, Harry Styles. They He's, went out together. He does a mighty fine track as well. Harry Styles. I went to the Harry Styles concert. Right. It was outstanding. Okay. Outstanding. Well, Michael. <laughs> mate, Michael. Um, uh, if, it was uh, at Glen A. Baker does the movies. Hey, Michael, the Harry Styles, no, does he, he rock your boat like uh, Tay-Tay does? Um, no, not really, but Tay-Tay does in pink. So pink? Well, she's, uh, she's in town what too. What about pink yeah. the other night? What about what happened to her up in Sydney? Pink's yeah, going to got refused. Unbelievable. She didn't have, a, what? didn't have ID. No, no what Pink, are you talking Pink about? Pink has made a booking. Mick knows the story. Pink's made a booking yeah. to yes. go to a restaurant. Yes. You need ID to get in. She's got to the restaurant and said, oh, we booked a table. And they yeah. said, oh, can we see your ID? And she said, oh, well, I haven't got any ID on us. And she, they've gone, so you can't come in. And she's gone, excuse me, I'm... Did she go with, name, you know who I am? Well, my name, I'm Pink. I'm Pink. Well, there's not too many people like, oh, I am mm. Pink. So there's She might have been sort of camouflaged, no, though, because no, she didn't want no, all the hordes no, of fans. No, no, Mick's all over it. And well, Mick, did you see the other, I think it was she's in Brisbane, that they've got the um, they had the, the lady that's pregnant, and they had a, a pregnancy, like so your my daughter? daughter's going. It will happen at the Pink concert, Oh, apparently. no, she popped it out. Oh, Mick, anyway. Did she pop it out at the concert? Yes. They had oh, to yeah, they, yep. she, she named it. She named her daughter Pink. Oh, blimey. Uh, yeah. Might be a bit extreme. Well, what, I don't what, know whether I'd... What's Courtney's... Has she got a plan in case it happens tonight while she's she at the concert? She said she's holding on. She refuses. She doesn't well, care. Well, she may not have a say in the matter. Well, that's true. Hey, uh, Michael... Little baby Andrew might want to come out. 
Well, I don't. Be I don't know after me. I'm not a doctor. I'm uh, not, not a biomechanist. <laughs> Andrew, uh, sorry, uh, Mount Michael. We're up to question seven. That was a good conversation, though. Tom Brady yeah. played. Yeah, good on you, Mick. All on all just. She loves it. Big fan of the show. Tom Brady played in how many Super Bowl wins, please? Seven. Well done. Correct. Everyone forgets the Tampa Bay one. Okay. Here we, now, this will get you. Hopefully, you know a little bit about the NBA hoops and the Australian players. Did one for Which boomer oh. suffered a knee injury, I think it was a meniscus, in the NBA this week, which will likely see him miss the Olympic Games? Oh, yeah. He's gone. Oh, oh Bella. Oh, sorry, Mick. And look, we may have stolen that from another show, but it doesn't matter. Matt, uh, no, it's you saying it. I know, but I did hear it from another podcast. Okay. That's okay. He's gone. That's it. Hey, Matt. Uh, Matt's in Strathmore. Good afternoon, Matt. Good day, Australia. Oh, G'day, guys. Ah, uh, we're flying along. Going great. <laughs> um, hey, you're not off to the, to the um, Tay-Tay concert, are you? Not a chance, lads. Okay, that's oh, okay. That's right. Which boomer suffered a knee injury in the NBA this week, which will likely see him miss the Olympics? Oh, Daisy, I'm all over the NBA, but I have not caught up to oh, this. Come I'm, on. Hope I'm wrong, but I'm going to go Dante. No, it wasn't Dante. Jeez, you gave him a lot of latitude. Uh, well, I said Babal, and then he, you okay. still didn't get the answer I'm going to have to reinforce So what if this? the answer had been the right answer? Then, then I'm the bad bloke. I'll throw it back to you. Yeah, and then you I'm make... the bad bloke. Okay, well, well you get... get just respond. Get A-Ray Rod to cut him off then. Oh, that's just going to cut on, the bloke right? off, are Okay. We? I, um, that's a nice way to treat Adam people, is in Pasco Vale. It's good afternoon, Ads. How are we going, boys? At yes. Amo. A-Rod. Not A-Rod, Adam. Oh, you could be. out. Adam, which boomer suffered a knee injury in the NBA this week, which will likely see him miss the Olympics? Baloney. I heard this earlier today. Gosh, dang it. it is. Well done. Well done. Well done. Question nine. You're two answers away from all the prizes. How many finals did Michael Voss win as Brisbane Lions coach? Oh, Rocky. Oh. Bye-bye. I'm going to go zero. I'm going to go zero. I can't, can't accept that answer. Uh, thanks for playing along, Ads. Tim is in Brighton. Why the pause? Well, I'm just seeing what uh, Tim's doing. Tim, okay. good afternoon. G'day, Gacy. I reckon Michael probably mortgaged his house being four rows from the front of the Tay-Tay. Yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah, true. That's a good point. Oh, sometimes you just get lucky. They just, uh, you know, the fee there and you just, you're first in, you get the best uh, available. Well, good on him. That's, yep. That's good for him. Fast internet. Spot on, match. Tim. How many finals did Michael yeah, Voss well. win as Brisbane Lions coach? A donut? No, no, that is incorrect. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. Please jump on the line because oh, this could oh, sort a few whiz. out. Cam is in Richmond. Oh, Cam, trouble, hopefully this is correct. <laughs> Cam, 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 Cam. Uh, one. Oh, I, I didn't even have to ask the question. Correct, Cam. Hey, Cam, we're now down to the money question. You get this right. You're excited. That's right. Feel these nipples. You get all four. Here we go. Uh, Cam, which Victorian batter made 196 against New South Wales in the Marsh Cup on Valentine's Day? Oh, no. Uh, Bye-bye. one 736 This might sort a few out as well. And Neil is in Port Melbourne. Mm. 
Neil. Hey, Neil. Oh, gee, we're coming up to a hard out here. Which Victorian batter made 196 against New South Wales oh, in the no. Marsh Cup on Valentine's Day? Hughes. No. No, no that's Eaton played for the other mob. <laughs> no. That is... Uh, uh, Keith. Yes? We're coming up to a hard out here, so this is unprecedented. What are you talking the, about? The quiz is going to have to extend beyond the ad break. Oh, no, I'm is... telling you. It has to. We have to get to a hard out because of our South Australian well, brothers and sisters. Well, they're going to Google it now, aren't they? We've got, we're on a national grid. Well, Every one, three, again, hundred, we have to seven, do three, six, for the six seven, people, three, six. For the good people in Mount Gambia. Oh, so, geez. you know, if you want to have a crack at the quiz, you've got a little reprieve here. Get on the line and you've got a chance to oh, win the whole booty the whole next. Well, it's a carryover quiz, and there's really no excuse now because they've had ample time to Google the answer to the question. Well, if they were listening, a few people have come off the temper text machine, and firstly, paid compliment to uh, A Rod for his terrific work and the way in which he puts in those little funny bits. But uh, also saying there should be another question, but if the quiz rules, no, there is. Do not allow it. Uh, oh, so, I see. Come up with the air. Yeah, okay, because they've had a pause, but well, I can't. We can do come that. up with another one. Well, we can, but no, I don't think it's... Would you like me to? No, the authorities out the back said no. Why not? No. Nick is in Hawthorne. Good afternoon, Nick. Hey, Nick, Nick uh, you've come in. (laughs) This could be your lucky day because you get this question right. You're going to take home all the prizes. I think we should come up with another question. It's not within the rules, Andy. Of course it is. You're the boss. I don't want to go with all the authorities. Which Victorian batter made 196 against New South Wales in the Marsh Cup on Valentine's Day? Was it Tom Rogers? That is 100% correct. Correct. Aiden holds a goal for you and a mate at Club Mandalay, the beautiful Club Mandalay. You can get along there for 18 holes with drinks and a cart midweek for just 99 bucks. Visit clubmandalay.com.au. Signet Boost Power Bank. These are terrific. I've got a couple, in fact. $44.95. They'll power your tablet, earbuds, 24 hours a day. And a Samsonite Marcus Eco backpack valued at $249. These things, they look fantastic. And then uh, you picked up, courtesy of Big W, a pair of gazies. They're valued at uh, 39 bucks for adults, a little cheaper for the kids. Not much. Get out there to Big W, sample the range, and then please... Start purchasing. Okay, well, you are the greatest Australian. Well, done, Nicholas. Well, hey, done. Nick, congratulations. Apologies to Steve and Tim who saw an opportunity in pounds, but uh, unfortunately, Nick was just that little bit quicker uh, on the uh, on the buttons than uh, you, Blake. So, well done, Nick. It's, it's disappointing that there was an interruption to the quiz with the. Uh, well, you told a few stories at sort of the time blowout. You did. Oh, I told one story. You but told two, and I told one. No, the, well, the Tay Tay one for me. was the one that really. We had a good old conversation with uh, with Mick, who was uh, going yeah. to tell us with concert. So mm. there you go. Brisbane uh, Bullets well, taking on the uh, a uh, New Zealand Breakers. It's about to tip off very soon. Mm. This is a massive game. Brisbane win, they're in. Oh. They lose, ta-da. Who's uh, behind the? Uh, who's calling the game for us? Uh, that's on it's, ESPN. Your colleagues. Who's calling it? You're they, in. It's. it's well, you're not part of my the, colleagues. Well, are you not on no, ESPN? No, it's a Sky Sport production. It's on ESPN, isn't it? Yeah, but it's a Sky Sport. <laughs> <laughs> it's on ESPN. You're part of the ESPN commentary team. Surely you know the names of the people who are calling the action for us out of New Zealand, Keith. He clearly doesn't. I'll know say them. it again. That's well, unbelievable. Quick. He didn't. He didn't remember earlier, Julio. The names of players who he was in the Australian squad with, unless they're in the starting five. I knew their names. I just don't know whether they were there. Whether they were part of squads or not, unless they were part of the starting five. Uh, and now, he does, unless he's calling the game, uh, and it's 
you know, one of his close friends, he doesn't seem to know who he shares the microphone with in the ESPN basketball team. Gary Ablett Senior sort of stuff. Very much know so. Many of his well, I do know this. Now, stuff. I don't know if he's calling tonight, oh. but I do know this. Casey, there's Casey with the, uh, that's with the man bun. And I'll, I'll be I'll be 100% honest with you. I do not know who is alongside him. Okay. We're here for Berry Boom. But Casey Frank was a, a played in the NBL for many, Terrific. many and the like national team. Good fella. We're here for Berwick BMW, committed to standing out from the crowd. Jump into your next mini at Berwick Mini Garage, of course. And keep the text coming through on the 40 Wings temper text, uh, particularly when we can't remember people like Victoria Nichols' name. I've never heard of Victoria Nichols. Oh, no, oh, she, yeah. was very, she was funny and had a great personality. Sort of 80s. We talk yeah, about? yeah, yeah. Maybe even when did Silas Elise, entry? Elise Platt's the first one I remember. Oh no, Victoria Nichols was the OG. Like M- Michael Roberts was the best fridge stroker. Had. Well, he was He's a, a very fantastic fine. fridge had stroker. Beautiful fingernails. Oh, good looking man. Well, he still is too. But I bumped oh, into him during the holidays. Oh, he's a magnificent. He's sixties now. He's a magnificent critter, and his um his daughter is uh, over in the uh, US of A doing some fine acting work. Is that right? Yeah, my word, she is. Michael Roberts' daughter is uh, a very fine actor wow. and picking up some uh, work along the way, so we wish her all the very best on her journey. That's fantastic. Yeah, my word, it is. Mm. Yes, it is. <laughs> now, uh, what, is there any – because we oh, – I'm looking forward to this because we haven't been doing much Tioli. No, so. no, no, we, we need to do some more Tiolis. Well, we've got 10 Tiolis up yeah, our sleeve, is that right? We do. Well, and, do you uh, want to, yeah, well, just quickly, uh, this is your journey on Sunday. Oh, Sammy nice. Emmon talks to the award-winning AFL photographer Michael Wilson. Well, this is it's hilarious a very you interesting that. chat about, particularly the some of the moral dilemmas at times you have as a photographer. Well, I'm and looking, he tells yeah. a couple of stories where he could have taken a photo and it would have probably won awards, but just felt it probably wasn't appropriate. Sometimes uh, it's he... a graphic injury. Oh, sometimes he he tells the story how he spent 2015 grand final week with the Hawks and there was a certain player that was left out and he could have had the shot the guy just sitting in the rooms looking really oh, despondent man. but chose not to take it. Interesting. Well, he did have the shot or and did no, he, he, use he, it? Could, he no, he didn't yeah. even take it. Didn't even take it. Didn't even take it. Well, he's taken uh, he posted a photo today which I've uh, doubled up on 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 the gram because it's just magnificent. And this bloke, if he did wear my club's jumper, he might be my new favourite player in the AFL. George Stevens. George Wardlaw. Oh. He's taking a photo of George Wardlaw. He's doing the uh, North Melbourne club shots. Oh, yeah. Wardlaw is he's, uh, he's from – he should have been playing in 1976, no, George yes, Wardlaw. Yes, he's old-fashioned. So this is the club shoot, right, where they get the fake tan out. They make sure they've had the hair cut. <laughs> they're looking trim and as pristine as they can. Wardlaw's got one sock higher than another – uh, he's got black boots on with no discernible uh, advertising features. He's got shorts on that are two and a half sizes too big for him. He's got the jumper tucked in, and he's got a haircut that, oh, honestly, gee. there is no fashion or style no, about it No, he doesn't have any of that. He's got hair on his legs, which the modern AFL player mm. does not have. They shave him, do they? They do. He, he's, he's brawn in a time And no tattoo? Like, no tattoo. Yeah, well, that's unusual. Oh, and he's got thumpingly, got Ben Cunnington-sized quads. Mm. Uh, I, I love everything about this kid. Is uh, he a bull? Uh, not yet. He's not big enough to. I saw him called a bull somewhere the other day. Quad is magnificent. The left quad in oh, that yeah, picture. Oh, yeah, it's gigantic. Just protruding. Yep, gigantic. Yeah, oh, that yeah. looks superb. Great quads. Fit. Yeah, no, outstanding Hey, I've quads. got a quick um, public service an- announcement from Matt in Jembrook, and it's, it's topical. Beautiful part of the world. Uh, my wife's friend just lost $1,200 to a Taylor Swift scam. Oh, no. Scammers are now hacking Facebook accounts and messaging people on their friends list offering last-minute tickets. 
be very careful if you have friends on social media offering you tickets. Thanks very much, man. Matt, it's um, because a lot of opportunistic scum out there that do this type of stuff. That's fair. No, that's a fair call. No, No, they're scum. (laughs) That is scum. To, to get people so excited about oh thinking they've purchased a ticket, paying an absolute premium for yeah, no, well it, done. and then being completely shafted, scum. Oh, well done, boy. No, you. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Hey, just a quick out. bit of news. Uh, thanks to our friend Snits before we get to uh, oh, Tagle. Just Jesus. one to watch for uh, Saints fans. I saw Mitch Cleary reporting today that Jack Sinclair will sit out both their practice matches. Mm. Bit of a calf problem. Oh, yeah, that's going to be interesting before round one. Their best player, you'd have to say now. Jackson. Yeah, I'd, I'd, well, he sh- yeah, they'd mm. like uh, big yeah, match no, to be their right. best player, but yep. On yep. the last couple of years, he's, yeah, been, no uh, he's been their best player. Uh, Sam Sofronides, who missed out on a spot at Collingwood, one of the train-on players out of the VAFA, is going to train with the Bombers this weekend. Uh, and there might be another spot at the Bombers uh, because Kane Baldwin has got a stress fracture of the foot oh. and will miss indefinitely. He's had no luck. He's Two had no reconstructions. luck. Yep. Uh, played some good footy in the VFL and defence last year. I don't think he would be in the best 22, but... Uh, he always looks a chance to yeah, me. He's like good. He's... I think he's going to be a good player, yeah, but he just can't yeah. get a run at it. Yep, that's a shame. Uh, so uh, maybe a chance for Sam Sofranides yet, and Tamara Hyatt being appointed the Western Bulldogs AFLW coach. Yeah, congratulations. Yep. Four years at Melbourne, uh, obviously learning in a very, very good AFLW program there, so she'll bring uh, great expertise. And was a professional golfer that's back right. in the day. Uh, so we wish uh, Tam all the very best. Mm. Okay, That's take great. it or leave it. Right, not, I love it. Some sport, some not. Right, uh, let's uh, Usher, take it or leave it. Mm. Top three Super Bowl halftime shows. I'll take that. No. Nah. Superb. No. Nah. Uh, Outstanding. Way, the way in which he incorporated not other stars three. along the journey. Not top three. And the, the catalogue of music that he has, the way in which he got the fans up and about, not yep. just him, but those other superstars that were alongside him. Well done, Usher. Haven't got him in the top three, though. Who's the top three? Well, Prince in the rain was unbelievable. Prince is very good. Yep. Uh, Springsteen, magnificent. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, well, no, that's not the general. Generally, people say that I well, love I don't care. Are you, ask, are you asking me for my opinion? <laughs> I say, we're just going to go for whatever got the most likes on Twitter, are we? Is that it? I'm just, is that how we're going to assess no, it? No, but we're just going, I'm just well, providing I'm going the feedback for my, across my, the masses. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, Eminem and Janet Jackson. Oh, Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake, it was. Poor that's Eminem. Right. Don't yeah. put Eminem in it. I always get those two mixed up. Justin Timberlake. How and do you Janet get Justin Jackson? Timberlake and Eminem mixed up? I don't know. One's a rapper. No, that's and one right. is a that's right. type of I don't singer know and why. an actor. I don't know why I do. Well, Eminem's an actor too. He's done some acting, of course, in uh, Eight Mile. Was right. that him? That was a good movie. It was a good movie. Very good. Okay, I've got to take it a look. So I'm, uh, I'm leaving that. I've got a movie one while we're on movie things. Okay, go for it. Take it or leave it. If a movie's good enough, if the script is good enough and the movie's good enough, three hours is no problem. No uh, problem. One, eight, one, no, least. leaving that. No, too long. Way no, so too if long. a movie's three hours long, it can't be any good. No, too long. Well, you haven't seen it, Killers of the Flower Moon I for haven't. a start. I'll have a look. Well, don't, because you don't watch it, because it's over three no, I'm hours. I'm happy to give it a go. I'm no, not no, saying don't. I'm not going to watch it. Oh, so I you're going to watch a movie that you already think garbage because it goes no, for longer than three hours. I didn't say it was garbage. I just think if you can't get it wrapped up in two and a half hours, well, some of don't them, bother. Well, some of them choose not to because they're artists and they want it to outstanding. And it go, I think it goes for more than three hours. Well, Taylor Swift concert, three hours is too long. I don't care how good you are. Three hours is too long. That's ridiculous. Why? Because uh, she is spectacular, and three hours will fly by in a heartbeat. Wolf of Wall Street, was that any good as a movie? Yeah, too long, good. though. Was it any good? No, it was too long. long. Well, okay, I could have cut 20 minutes out of it. Was it any good? It, yes, was, it was good. a good movie. Okay, thank you. Could have been punchier, though. Thank you. A couple oh, of spectacular scenes in Wolf oh, of Wall Street. I agree. Could have been. Could have been for, went for over three hours. Could have been punchier. Mm. I agree. 
So I'm leaving that. Too I'm... old. It's starting to, to nod off. Oh, Even if yeah. it's really good, I just... Oh, yeah. It's not a YouTube short. Not interested. All right. See, now on. you don't have to move <laughs> on. Oh, you donkey! No, move on. Moving okay, on. the English Premier League. This is off the back of the Super Bowl. Just think of this. Yes. I heard a good debate on Talk Sport uh, between what's better, the English Premier League or NFL. What's bigger? Ooh. The EPL. That's completely subjective. No, no, Cougar. Yeah. I'm interested. On, on figures, oh. the NFL is... Stronger in terms of revenue. Then the and Premier like League. Yeah, in terms of revenue. Can you, let, and stuff can like you that. please let him ask? But that's the question. not the question. The EPL <laughs> would be an even greater competition if they had playoffs. Yeah, I think it would. It'd take a while to build up the history to it all, but uh, yes, it would. There's no doubt. Imagine that a Super Bowl like final between the two Premier Leagues. No, League. we have enough cup competitions. I know, but can you just imagine it for a second? Yeah, no, so Manchester, no, 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 no. Manchester City finish on top. No, I'm with Rod. I'm and leaving it. You got a top six. I'm leaving it. There's that's enough. only because of history. Aston though. Villa. No, there's a lot. Well, yes, it is. That's only, oh, it, so so yeah, it is. You're right. But I think ultimately it right. would provide greater excitement. Do you ever watch the Championship playoffs in the Championship in England? Yes, I have. Unbelievable. No, that's the true. drama. No, that's true. Imagine if City are top, Aston Villa finish six, get on a run, and no, no, win it. I, I listen. There's already nerve-jangling games happening every week in the mm. EPL, given how mm. important it is to get the points to to, to mm. finish on top of the table at the end of the uh, with you, but So there's already that drama happening on a weekly basis. I think, mm. I think I've For changed you, my tune. I think it would nah, be better. No, nah, I, I, I'm going to – Gazy said it's only because of history, and that is reason enough to mm. leave it as it is, mm. because of history. Okay. Well, there's thousands of cup competitions around there. Okay, well, you're leaving and I'm you, taking it. Oh, how many? How much EPL do you watch? Oh, I watch. I how much? Go on, seriously. You know yeah. what I do here is when I'm uh, on a, on a Sunday, a Saturday morning, or when I'm early out to golf, listen to it on the on yeah, the SEN. Okay. No, Every Tottenham game live on SEN. Thank you. You don't mm. want, no. Be honest with us. You don't watch a lot of the EPL. No, not, really a lot. No. not a lot. No, because I don't, have the, I don't have the. Well, there you go. The sport. Yeah. Makes it up. No. Uh, so last year in the AFL, four changes to the top eight between 22 and 23. In came Port St Kilda, GWS and Carlton. Out went the Dogs, Richmond, Fremantle and Geelong. Take it or leave it, there'll be no more than two changes to the top eight in season 2024. No more than no two. More no more than, than two. two. So it could be zero, could be one, could be two. How many was it last year? Four. Five. Four. Yeah, I'm taking that. I'm tired. I just can't see no, no, more I'm than two take... teams dropping out. Well. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Yep. I'm taking it, but are we going to take it or leave it? I think I'm going to take it. All right. So we're going to do this exercise Let's again. Right. I'm going yeah. to go from the bottom of the ladder up. And the question is, can they, is there a world in oh, which you can see them making the eight? Yeah, but you, do you, it. You're using the answer to this question West, on, on history. No, 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 no. West Coast Eagles. No. No, are you no play chance. Or not? No. North Melbourne. No. No. Hawthorne. Yes. No. Yes. Injuries might hurt us, but no. And a rough chance. Gold Coast. Mm, yes. Yeah. So it's one. Fremantle. No. Oh yeah, they can. Richmond. No. Yes. Geelong. Of yes. course, yes. Essendon. No. No. Adelaide. Yes. yes. Western Bulldogs. Yes. So you've got, you've got four, yes. and he's got six. Yeah, but there's possibilities. I'm <laughs> just I saying. I know. So it's a, possible. Yes. Go through the top eight and tell me who's going to drop well, out. That's a different, that well, that's a different well, argument. Well, you can do the same Golden. thing. You're gonna, you're gonna, there's only oh, a few possible. certainties that are going to make the <laughs> All right. So who's going to drop who, Who's is Are they uh, – so the question is, how, uh, are they likely to drop out yes, of the eight this year? Right. Right? Not Colling, likely, but – Collingwood. No. No. Brisbane. No. no. Port Adelaide. No. Melbourne. Oh, sorry, yes, Port Adelaide. 
Uh, no, they're not dropping out. Melbourne. No. Yes, they can drop out. Carlton. No. No, they're not dropping out. St Kilda. Yes. They can drop out. GWS. No. They will not drop out. Sydney. No. No. So, okay. Port and St Kilda are the ones that will drop out. I had two. But you never know. You, I mean, history oh, Of course they know. You no, don't. No, 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 if you knew, it would be a pretty no, dull but year. I'm going more on we history. When sports was, better than you. No, but, <laughs> but that was an anomaly last year. That's if what I'm saying. If you look at history, was a lot. that's yeah. the only reason why two I'm to three saying normally. that it probably won't happen. Yeah, no, I'm with, I'm with mm. you. I, I, I don't think it will happen. But when you look at, there's, there's going to be four or five outside who think that if enough goes right for them this year, they are a real chance of playing finals footy. Uh, Annabelle Sutherland's about to make a 150. She's 147 not out. She's flying. Now, Will, though, our brother took four of the first five wickets today. He did. In the Shield game. So I'm going to ask you, I've got to take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Australians, Australian sports fans, prefer their teams punching up, not punching down. And I cite the Matildas have gone past the Australian women's cricket team as the team, uh, the flavour of the month team mm-hmm. at the moment. The, the preferred option is our um, standout Australian team at the moment because the Matildas are taken on the world in an area where we haven't necessarily climbed the top of the mountain oh, as a nation, yes. whereas the Australian women's cricket team have been the dominant team on the planet for the better part of half a decade now, and we take their wins for granted. I take that. Yes, I'm taking that. No, definitely. That makes absolute sense. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Of course it is. We just, oh, yeah, they're going to win another test series. They're going to win another multi-format series. They're going to win another World Cup. They're going to win... And we just kind of just accept it, and we kind of and we see. So I we think we like too, barracking for the underdog, and that gets our interest a little bit but, more. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But should it mean that we stop recognizing the greatness of a team no, that no. uses its own stature and standing as the benchmark to improve its own performances? And that's what this Australian women's cricket team does. I think they're a mighty team. That's why we love the America's Cup. Well, yeah. If we won it every year, we wouldn't have been that excited. We don't give a stuff about it anymore. We're never in it. 422. Yeah. Mm. At what point do you just um, say you have a go again? Yeah, well, it won't won't be long now, I don't think. I reckon they'll get they'll get Belzy to 150. Gets 150. Yeah. Why don't they say to her? No. What if they say to her? Because it's only the second day, Keith. What if they say to her? Righto, you're on the doorstep or something. Go hard, get your 200, because we want to have 20 overs at him tonight or 10 overs at him tonight. Give her a timeline to get her 200. That'd be exciting. It'd be great to watch. Mm. I'd like that. Yep. Okay. All right, take it or leave it. Uh, one of the King twins will be in the All-Australian team this year. Wow, that's a tough one. Uh, well, they're both good enough. We know that. I'll um, leave it. You'll leave it? I'll leave that. Uh, well, uh, I'm trying to find the All-Australian. Who were the key forwards uh, in the Charlie team? Charlie Kernow. Uh here we go. The All-Australian uh, team. Nick Larkey. So the forward line last Walker. year was Rosie Walker, Petrarca, Cameron, Kerno, Green. Interchange, Larkey was on the bench. So that, they've got to go. One or one or both of them has to go past some of those blokes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll take that. No. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that. Well, Lewis Should... is going to get there. So who else? Oh, that's oh, right. there's two yeah, others. Yeah, yeah. So he's a good three tall yeah, forwards. No, he's got a lock. He's got a lock. He's a lock. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like if if looks he's completely gone to sleep. Right <laughs> yeah, well, he's done. His work's done. He's got a bit of love. He gets a bit of love off, off the old temper text, and he's done. And have you got a? Yeah, have you? You've got a couple, haven't you? No, I gave him the Julio because no, I, oh, I thought it was his segment. Um, no, you've got one. Remember which one was about that? the basketball? 
No, well, you run. No, I didn't write it down. I just wrote Gazy Basketball. So you could ask the have question. You, you've forgotten it, haven't you? No, I haven't. Because it was in The Guardian, I was reading this story, that um, <laughs> take it or leave it, the NBL has taken and gone ahead of the A-League for summer sport popularity. Oh, couldn't oh, take no, it no. any stronger. Take that. It's gone mm. past it with Winburn. Yeah, yeah, take it. Yeah, some of the uh, numbers that were, were, were bopping up that was presented in this column uh, suggest that it's... Very, very strong. Is it working? So the the inside the game, Gazy. Yep. Economically, yes. is it is it working? So much better. Right. Like ridiculously. So, so Larry's at the end of the day, Larry's bottom line is showing that his investment in the NBL has been a good one. Oh, I think he'd have a fair way to go before he recoups it all, but it's it's charting in the right yeah. direction. So in five years' time, if it keeps going on the on the path that it's on now. Yeah, he's sitting well, back I don't know what his chair. strategy is, whether he has an exit strategy on what you, it's going to take for him to to move on. Well, why would he be moving on? But that's not well. He might just see this as a commercial opportunity. He builds it up. He had a bit of fun along the way, and then he might want to. He might have an exit strategy. But I, I don't actually think he has. I think he just does it because he absolutely loves it. Take it or leave it. I've got one for you. This yes. just bobbed up. Take it or leave it. Kane Williamson. Is in the top five test batters in the history of the game. No, nah, leave men's that. game. Leave that. Well, I haven't seen the numbers in front of me, but he's very good. And you were mentioning some numbers that would suggest that the data would back up that he, he is grotesquely underrated. This bloke. Leave it. He's not a better player than Sachin Tendulkar, Brian Lara, the Don. No, you so Bradman's three. one. Bradman's oh, one. He's in top five. Oh, Bradman's so one. Ricky Ponting. So Williamson, Williamson, not all just numbers. Oh, it's right. not all just numbers. Cricket's is it? not just numbers. Oh, so what is it? <laughs> what is it? It's the oh, opposition. It's feel, the it? opposition is scored oh, against right. the circuit. Okay. Well, it is. Okay. There no is con- there is an element yeah, of context. David so, Warner's career would be better if he was had a better record overseas. Well, that's right. It's oh, not no just numbers. It. No doubt about that. Mm. But that's part of his. Have record. you broken down who he's made the centuries against? How Everyone. many on the road? Everyone. Everyone all over the place. How many seeming wickets? Uh, well, that's what he lives Second on. Second innings tough. That's all he makes runs on his yeah, seeming but that's wickets. his home conditions. Well, where else do you like want saying, him to make oh, runs? Satchin just makes runs on spinning wickets. He's well, of course rec- he does. Well, he made a lot of them on spinning wickets. Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest. On wickets that were very Satchin friendly in his neck of the woods. <laughs> so he made he's he's made more test centuries than anyone, Tendulk, a 51. He made him in 329 innings. Williamson's now made 32 centuries. In 172 innings. Now, he's not going to bat another 157 times no, at won't. test level. That's a fact. But if he bats another 60 times at test level, his conversion rate of innings to hundreds, he is going to go past, in terms of test centuries, he's going to go past Alistair Cook, uh, Mahala J. Wardner, Brian Lara, Sunil Gavaskar, Eunice Khan, Rahel Dravid, and Kumar Sangakara in a heartbeat. In a hub. So Sankara is the highest uh, test century century maker out of that list. He's got 38. At the moment, Williamson's got 32. And then there's only Ponting, Callis, and Tendulkar in front of him in terms of test centuries. Mm. Well, that's pretty elite. Mm. You know what that's... annoys me about that question? <laughs> you watered it down. What was I going to say? You were going to say he's behind the Don as the greatest batsman no, no. batter we've he ever did. seen. No, oh, yes, he did. That. He did say that. I'm saying that did if he say he that off the air? No, what I said on it, off did. air. No, no. You did say that. What I said off air, if he continues on this trajectory, he might end his career as the second best test batter of all time. And you two were both shocked. You couldn't believe that somebody 
well, would have the goal to have the goal to say it. Oh, I couldn't believe it either because it's wrong. I won't say I'm shocked, oh. but I am genuinely, <laughs> genuinely surprised. What if, what if he in the upcoming Test series against Australia he peels off three centuries and leads New Zealand to a Test? Well, that'd help. Oh, say so that he knew. A lot so. Of you can't well, put yeah, him ahead no, of Lara and Tendulkar. No, you can't say that. No, you can't. You cannot no, can't. put him ahead of Lara and Tendulkar. Why not? Because they were better players. Because oh, oh, they were more attractive on the eye. No, they're just better. But, well, well, perhaps the numbers aren't going to stand, stand scrutiny, mate. Mate. <laughs> I just mated you. Rightio, champ. So Brian Lara's test average was 52.8. Williams is at 55.7. You're too obsessed with the numbers. Well, they're pretty important there's, when it comes to test cricket. There's nuance in it. Of course there is. They're very important. Numbers, whether you two like it or not, are very, very important uh, when it comes to assessing a player's record at test level. And I just think that this bloke, because he plays in New Zealand and you've got the big brother, little brother syndrome going. New Zealand. You don't rate New Zealanders. New Zealand. You don't rate them. Uh, and uh, and uh, Annabelle Sutherland uh, has just brought up 150. Which is unbelievable. Andrew Gaze could score 100 against South Africa's second side. <laughs> no, I couldn't. That no, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. There's no, no way you could. I'd that. give it a good, no, good go. Australia's on, greatest ever person. Um, <laughs> was, Take it or leave it. Yeah, go on. Patrick Dangerfield, he's going to turn back the clock this year. Oh, I hope so. He's going to have a big year. Well, well, we take all, that. No, we all hope so. His We're, body's been as as banged he up. He's healthy. had a great preseason. Oh, you just want to get you're in a WhatsApp group with him, and you just want to get a bit oh, of well, love from one of the come on, on the membership. You could have come on the membership. That day. was disappointing, by the way. Not, that's not leading from the front. No, that is not handballing the interviews. Hey, there's over. a game of no footy. Pool, hey, 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 hey! There's a game of footy on the telly this Sunday. It's a game at, of basketball on the telly at right now. Ten o'clock, Tigers v Melbourne at Casey Fields at ten o'clock in the morning. Footy on the telly. Who wins? Go Tigers. <laughs> Breakers are up 12. Well, who's, going to play in Melbourne's, who's going to play in Melbourne's forward line? They haven't got any. They haven't got any. Harrison. Harrison. He's and that's a, a worry that's about Petty's foot. Petty is a worry. That is a bit of news that broke mm. this week. Breakers up by 12 in the first. <laughs> oh, that's...